Oh, you watch Island. Is this the new theme song? Yes. If you had to create us a new theme song, what, how would it go? Probably something good. You know, I think for <laughs> when we do, um, you know, your last, uh, well, not even last, you'll be, so Taylor and I discussed this weekend the logistics of when he comes back. It'll be the week after the wedding. Uh, you will be here with us as well as like one get together with everyone. Um, and I think then you should drop like, um, you watch I listen freestyle. Yeah. Um, do you think that seem like a good idea to you? Yeah. And if it's good enough with the beat, it could play as a new theme song or an outro. Mm. So we could do a whole bunch of fun stuff with it. So I need a ghostwriter. You need Ghost Rider? I need to hire a Ghost Rider. Why? You're Find great at freestyling. No, you could do it. No. I've, I've heard you freestyle shit-faced following Taylor down the stairs. Sounds right. You did, Yeah, you did that to him, and then Taylor was like trying to ignore you. He's like, I was actually pretty good. But like, what's going to happen to the ratings of the show when I leave? Um, you know, they've actually maintained pretty well. Um, <laughs> there was actually a little bit of a dip in the last couple weeks, so you need to step your game up. Um, I know you're lying because the, the, no, the ratings have doubled. No, honestly, uh, the last two episodes went down by like a total of like 40 listeners, which could be anything. Um, but I wouldn't say it's you. It's probably Josh. Josh, comment? Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, so welcome to episode 141 of You Watch, I Listen. Um, I want to put the number sign in front of this one because Josh put an asterisk in front of 140 this past week. When he, really? it, yeah. What is it? Barry Bonds episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I saw it. I was like, all right, it seems cool enough. Skip this episode. <laughs> it's, it, it's almost like if I feel like you would do that if we ever did an episode where ev- like None of us were on it. Like, we just one day were like, oh, Richie, do an episode. Oh, God, imagine how boring that would be. Oh my God. What is he going to talk about? Not getting laid. <laughs> dead relatives. Trees falling on no, his house. His dead relatives. <laughs> that's, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, or his best friend. <laughs> well, go even better. You know, the real nice stuff. Mm. I, sh- I texted Richie a dead person song the other day, like about someone dying. I was like, this made me think of you. Because um, it did. I was like, I was listening to it. I was like, oh, this actually makes me think of Richie. And uh, he's like, yeah, man. I was like, yep, you're depressed. So you ever hear Helena from My Chemical <laughs> Romance, dude? Yeah, of course. Um, so I forgot. To say, man, for how was your week? It's good, man. I started like doing projects around the house because I've never like, I'm usually working. Yeah, and like since. Do you have get, an idea of when you're going back to work yet? No idea. Okay, so now is a good, as good a time as any. It's warming up. So I was it's like, nice out. I was thinking about it since I've lived in the house like for five years. I've like I think it's been about five years. It's 2016 or something. Yeah, like you. That. I was I was at Greg's for about nine months before I moved out, and you moved in like three months before I moved out. Yeah, around there, yeah. I'd say something like that. So I've like never done like yard proper yard work. Like I let the fucking weeds grow to the side of the house, and that pulled like the stucco off. The dude, side. one time your backyard looked like um, they were filming Predator. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I, it was bad. Like, yeah, and, and I just let it go, but I always cut the lawn, like in the front at least. Yeah, and the, then the I front just looked the, presentable. I let the the back go so long, and then like. One of my neighbors last year called the fucking town on me because he's like, that poison ivy's going to go airborne and go into people's lungs. I was like, they should move out of the fucking West Milford then. I've lived in West Milford my whole life. I've never heard about that happening. I mean, it can, sure. Well, my roommate, the one who's staying with us now, she's like, oh, yeah, like... that can happen, dude. Take some poison ivy, put like, it in a weed grinder, and go. Because she's like, oh, we could, um, we could, uh, I could help with yard work, and I was like, well, don't you the get- poison ivy's gonna kill you. you shouldn't go out. <laughs> Is there. she like highly allergic to it? That's what she says. Yeah. Do you get poison ivy? Uh, I've never had it until I fucking took out all of the fucking shit that was around my house, and I was like doing it like a hard ass, like with no gloves. I'm on. fine. And I was like, there's this isn't poison ivy. They're just fucking vine leaves. And then they didn't hit me for like three days. I was fine. All of a sudden. I started getting bumps on my legs, and I was like, motherfucking Adam's sister's dogs got fleas. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, 
I went to the doctor. I'm like, is he, are these flea bites or is this no, poison no, ivy? He's like, no, it's poison ivy. Josh, do you, get po- ivy. do you get poison ivy? Uh, not like bad. I I've like, never. Do you ever go it? outside, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> well, he grew up out in Upper Greenwood Lake, so he had he had to know at some point if he had poison ivy. Like my dad, very outdoorsy growing up. Actually, Gro- growing up, that, that I think is factual. Our, our generation is like out on their bikes a lot when we're younger. Oh, I say that when I go up to my mom's up the mountain, and I'm like, there's no fucking kids outside. Like when yeah. I was a kid, where I grew up by Adam and Drew and Shelby, yeah. that's a great area when you're a kid. You could go on the lake when it's frozen. Yeah. Uh, you can go swimming wherever the fuck you want. I don't ever see kids outside uh, when I'm up there. It's but. crazy to me, dude. Like, I think back to when we were kids and, like, me, Nick, and CJ would be on our bikes yeah. every single day after school. Yep. As long as it was, like, over 50 degrees out. Yeah, dude. I would ride my bike over to Mark Van Shakes and we would ride to CJ's. Uh, uh, Chris Chavo was further up, but he would meet us halfway. Matt Marcarella, um, Tim Daniels, Zach Van Dunk, both dead. Uh, so, <laughs> there's there was a lot of dead people involved, too. So, uh, we should have gotten Richie and then someone else would have died. Yeah, Facebook memories. It's like, you look at that, you're like, wow, all these people are dead. Yeah, you know, it's, it's well, for me, it's like half the pictures of, like, my friend Bobby, my friend, my dad, my friend, my dad. <laughs> um, but no, it's true. I mean, if we went through our senior yearbook or senior year, how many people from our class do you think are actually dead? Oh, uh, not too many, honestly. From okay, our class, like, me, there's a lot of people that we know. Definitely. I would say if you did, like, the two grades above and two grades below. It's got to be it's over 30. Between the two grade, our grade and then two above, two below. No, no, if, like, just our grade. I don't think our grade is 30. I'm going to say it's probably... I'll put eight, and then you take the under or over. Let's see. For class of 07, eight under or over, Josh? Uh, I'll take people that graduated or people that were in our class. People were in our, cla- in our class. In our class. In our class. Because okay. you're really cutting them. So then it's the over. Okay, over. Yeah, I would say it's over eight in our graduating class. Yeah. Um, if I If I'm thinking about it, uh, Munson was one, Eric Munson, Zach, Tim. All right, we had uh, Anne recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we got four right there. Who else am I forgetting? There over was there? somebody that died when we were in seventh grade. Um, yeah, Marion. Right. Yep, Marion. Um, that that's five. I'm not going to count that one because I'm thinking like up to like when we were in high school. After high school, right. yeah, high school and on. So people that like went to high school with us. So let's keep it at four. Um, uh, this Mike. is what Bobby. was it? Who? Mike. Mike. Uh, yeah, Heimers. Bobby. That's six. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely people we're forgetting that weren't. Not that we're trying to hit the over. No, no, I I am. (laughs) (laughs) What's the Uh, point of this skit? Yeah, what's the point if we're not going to try and hit the over here? Okay, we're at six. There's definitely people we're forgetting. Um, It would be a lot easier if we did, like, at least one grade above and below. Do you have a yearbook? I do have a yearbook inside. I could go get it. We could probably do a whole episode. I could could go get it. Um, (laughs) I I could realistically get it. That would be very more. uh, You know, we'll save that for next week. We'll play. play, So I'm going to guess. Nine is my number. Okay. I'm going to say nine people from our graduating so class. I'm going to go with 12. 12? What about you? Uh, I'll, I'll take a round 10. Okay, 10. All right. So this should be interesting next week. Do we do Very like more right? <laughs> prices right. Yeah, if you hit the over, you lose. <laughs> yeah. So if it's if it's not, I have I said nine. Yeah. Okay. So I have to be pretty much on the money because if it, if anyone it's eight or less, all of us lose. Right. Um. Yeah. Because uh, just one one dollar. What are those the worst cocksuckers? I, I said thirty, and then I was like, nah. Thir- no. If you did the lit- <laughs> a lot. That's you, like a percentage. <laughs> if you did everyone we were in high school with, like in our t- entirety from freshman year when they were seniors, and when we were seniors and they were Refreshment, it's definitely 30. 30 would, be, 30 would be 10%, dude. That's 10% of our class dead. 
How, what, was, what was the size of our graduating? What was it your, was slightly over 300. Okay. People always ask me that, too. They're like, what was the size? I was like, I don't know. The town is bigger than what you would. Like, our class was smaller than what you would expect from a town as big as West Melford. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we had a lot of people that went to the Catholic, they went to DePaul and uh, was it Don Bosco and shit like that. Um, but, again, if you did, like I so said, when we were freshmen, they were seniors. And when we were senior, they were freshmen. And you ran, took all of them. It's probably closer to 50, honestly, when I'm thinking about it, between overdoses and shit. There's definitely... I'm, there's someone that I'm forgetting that I'm like, oh, they died. Yeah. And I had a dream about someone that if I found out they died, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I had a dream about Kenny Sushko the other night. <laughs> Dead ass serious. But it was really weird. Like I was, it was, I was walking on the Tappan Zee or the Mario Como Bridge, excuse me. And it was almost looked like Skid Row. There were tents all over the side of it. And then out of the tent walks Kenny Sushko. I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? How's it going? He's like homeless. And then I woke up. <laughs> I was like, all right, that was a pretty good dream. Does it seem accurate? Like, is that possible? Yeah. That he's homeless? Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you heard from him? I don't know. I saw him at a bar in Warwick when I think like we just became drinking age. Okay. That we, I've seen him more recently than that for I sure. I, I, the last time I saw Kenny might have been high school. I, you know, I. Well, I saw him actually. On Facebook? Yeah, on Instagram. He's <laughs> <No>. a dick. <laughs> um, it, it's because I, I talked to him after that happened. And that was like 2015, I want to say 2016 around there. Um, I talked to him when that happened and I was like, dude, what happened? He's like, got hacked. I was like, with someone else's dick? <laughs> and, uh, and then I messaged him when we were hanging out with. Um, a Spoonie and Nick here that one night. Yeah. Um, I messaged him because we were going through the yearbook, if you remember. I was like, yo, we're talking. I actually took a picture of his horrible senior portrait and sent it to him, and he never replied. So I'm going to assume he's homeless, and my dream is just a premonition. Yeah. Uh, Josh, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine. Uh, I was pretty busy, and uh, I did a couple of things uh, that were cool, and yeah. What did you do that was cool? Oh, was cool? You can't just say you did something that was cool and not elaborate on what was cool. Uh, well, I mean, I, I bought some new uh, guitar equipment. Okay, that that's uh, that was, cool. That was cool. I bought a, bought a bass guitar, my first... Uh, I know how to play bass, but this is the first time I've actually owned one. Yeah, it's it, um, like it's weird because you could de- really setting the bar high with your bass, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can you can play bass lines on a guitar like if you're just trying to learn them. Yeah, and then you could if you're you know you look at what Jack White did in the White Stripes a lot. He was playing bass lines as the lead guitar more or less, yeah. and banging his sister. Oh, that wasn't even they weren't even related. I don't even know if they were actually banging. I think it was all a weird gimmick. They well, weren't before the internet was crazy. They were sisters that yeah. brother and sister that were fucking. Do you wish it was true? Yeah. Would you like the white stripes more? Yeah. Did you like the white stripes? Yes. Do you like Jack White? Yes. All right, we're cool then. I like Jack White a lot. Um, the hottest button, the button. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song, Dead Leaves in the Dirty Ground. Yeah. You remember that? I was Dead like, that Leaves w- in the Dirty Ground when I know you're not around. <laughs> um, if I could just hear your pretty voice, don't think I need to sing a sound. I was actually thinking of you on my way home, besides recording, because I'm listening to Carton and Roberts, and Carton's like, Evan, I got a guest for you. It's a surprise. And it's Patrick Monahan, who's the lead singer of Train, because <laughs> he's oh good friends God. with Carton, and I was thinking about you that night at Valley View. <laughs> You're singing strains of my DNA in her hair. <laughs> she looks like summer, but she fucks like rain. Reminds me that there's room to change. <laughs> Do you like Train? No. Um, <laughs> tell me, did Jesus blow your mind? Did you suck in all my time when you're on the Milky Way? <laughs> Bad heaven is overrated. <laughs> um, but there, I have a cool story about train. They were playing the CBS on. Uh, I didn't want to hear about running a train on someone. Uh, Good Morning America. Okay. So there was all these like people on the train. 
like, oh, well, because I was taking the Grand... I was parking in Tarrytown and taking the Metro North to sure. Grand Central Station. And uh, there was all these people on the train, and I, like, I had to ask. I was like, how come there's so many people on the train? And I asked this one girl, and she's like, we're going to see Train. And I'm like, cool. the band Train? They're like, yeah, do you like them? I'm like, yeah, they're okay. Was that, like, around the time Soul Sister was out? Or was this no, before this Soul is, Sister? This is, this is, like, later. Oh, way later. so way after that. Yeah. Wait, when did Hey Soul that was Sister like That was, like, 2010, 2011. Really? Yeah, dude, because I, I maybe... Hey Soul Sister, I just want to hear you on the radio. Stereo, the way you move ain't fair, you know. Are you sure you don't like Train? Oh, well, now that you say that... Maybe I do. Maybe I do. Yeah, so it was weird. He called... I just, I thought of you when he was on with Carton and Roberts. Very weird guest. I was actually on Carton and Roberts on he Friday. I was of, happy about uh, that. He reminds me of the guy from Arrested Development. Jason Bateman? Yeah. From Ozark? Yes. Do you watch Ozark? No. You should. You would like that. Especially if you like. There's so much shit I need to fucking watch. Yeah, you've probably missed out on a lot. Like, you just rewatching Sopranos again, you're probably like, man, I fucked up not watching this again until now. Yeah, basically. Because, like, now I'm starting to remember everything that's going on. Where are you at right now? Um. Tony just got out of the hospital. Okay, so Adriana, that Adriana episode when she gets killed is one of the best episodes of the yeah, show. Yeah. Long term parking. So and Sill's like my favorite character. Oh, so Sill's the, the, the rehab episode. Sill's line: Christopher, one morning I came into the club. Your head was in the toilet. Your hair was touching the water. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I said my piece, Chrissy. That whole I love how Paulie ends up punching Chrissy in the oh face. My, oh my God, when he's uh, look at you. Oh, what is he got? Mr. Type A personality. Fucking sausages eating your fat ass to death. <laughs> the, re, the rehab scene or the intervention scene is legitimately one of the great comedic scenes in television history. So un, intentionally. There's yeah. so much humor in there that you don't really pick up on. Um, like, like the whole. Like a fucking Carmella up on the couch and like all the women are just up on the couch when the fight's going on and the guys. Like, what's going on? Yep. Um, so Tony just got out of the hospital, but he's still, like, kind of fucked up, like, yeah, limping he, around. I think he just said something to Janice, and he's like, I'm so glad to be here or something. Oh, yeah, when he gets out and he yeah. says, every day's a gift. Every it's, day's a gift. And then, like, Janice is like, okay, kids, get in the car. I actually, I, you know what's funny? When it first aired, I think this is kind of universal. Um, the dream episodes or the coma episodes were very, you know, um, people didn't love them. But then you rewatch it and you realize the significance of them from like the overall yeah. like psychology of it and how good he is not using his actual his Tony Soprano voice and using Gandolfini's like speaking voice the accent's <laughs> yeah. gone completely yeah. well uh, you can tell that Carmela's trying to do it but she can't no she, well that's not even Carmela that's on the phone that when oh, she was it? no when he's in the coma that's yeah. Charmaine Oh, is it? So he's imagining like this other personality. Because oh. even if you remember when they were split up, he called Charmaine from the hotel and was yeah. just like, "No one's there. Could you please stop calling?" <laughs> and it's the dream, and it's fucking Carmine oh, in the bed okay. with him. That makes sense then. You know, Carmine, the guy who played him, was like a legitimate life, like tied tied to organized crime. Do you remember Green Book that came out last year? No, I think so. Um, yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. Vigo Mortensen and yeah. Mahershal Ali. So that guy, he uh, his name was Tony Lip. And that's who plays Carmine Libertazzi. So he pl- he was a real life like tied up with all the wise guys, and then he ended up playing him. Well, you ever heard of the Murder Machine? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, my, yeah. My grandfather used to hang out over there. No shit. Yeah. Um. Well, th- um. The whole storyline with Vito, gay Vito, it's based on a real guy that was in the mafia that yeah. was gay on the lowdown. He actually is one of the few guys, Joseph G- Ganascoli, that like pitched something to the storyline. Mm. 
he's a terrible actor. Really nice guy, but he's a terrible actor. The Vito storyline is probably like my is that your least favorite arc in the whole show? Even though it yeah. leads to some of the funniest lines in the show. Yeah. I could tell you Vito's bottom line was impacted. Yeah, no, 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 I I hate I hate that he's wearing the suits that are way too big for him. When he loses weight? Yeah. Yeah, when, oh my god. It's like he's walking around like a fucking clown. I love the beginning and of like, that. When you lose weight and like I I can attest to this like when you lose weight the first thing you want to do is get smaller clothes. Yeah, of course. It's, and like you like, oh man, I could fit back into like a, a shirt that I used to. Like, well, that's wear. like like Bob when we were at the bachelor party, he was wearing a hoodie. I'm like, yo, the fucking tag is on this. He's like, dude, I got this hoodie like three years ago, and this is the first time I'm wearing it. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking cool. Like Bob had to buy a brand new fucking wardrobe. Yeah. And I saw Taylor Saturday, and even since I saw him at the bachelor party, he looks, dude, he's lost like 86 pounds. He's yeah. down like dramatic. I saw I'm a like, picture of Taylor. Yeah, he posted day. on his Instagram. You could see it in his face. Yeah. He actually today he's like, I got Shake Shack, and I instantly regretted it. And we're like, gonna have a, a bare knuckle boxing fight, me and Taylor. You and Taylor? Is yeah. that going to be like when you when he comes back? We're going to take everything off the patio. We're going to leave the dog shit in the yard, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Winner gets co-host duties. For <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're fighting for co-host. It's like in the Joker seat in the Dark Knight when he's like, uh, we're going to have auditions, and he snaps the pool cue. Well, he's been working, so he has he has the working muscles that I lost. So. That's true. Are, dude, advantage. you're going to be fucked up when you go back to work. Oh, like You're going to feel like shit. Well, no, for... that's why I'm doing so much yard work. Getting back I into it? I was doing Am- uh, Amityville horror shit in my yard last night when it was like the sun You were hacking down. up your family? No, I was hacking up. I had the pickaxe, and I was just like hitting this hump. This hump is like been like just the number one thing I want to do to the house is get rid of this fucking hump, and it's like all roots and plants and shit, and like everything's dead right now. So I'm like, well, let me fucking just hack it. And it still sucks. And it's like. I started doing it, and I was just like, ah, ah, and I just like started ripping everything up, and then I was like, let me get my wheelbarrow, but my wheelbarrow tires flat, so I'm like, fuck, what am I gonna do? So I like was putting call it Greg, in. yeah. So I, That's what I would do, was like, let me get my air compressor running, and I'll fill it up, and then I couldn't get the air compressor going. So you literally just go from like, all right, let me go to the gas station to go yeah. to the fucking tire pump. Oh, this one doesn't work. Like every gas station you go to when you need it, so like out in, of in order. A, in a pinch, I would take like WD forty and fill up the fucking compressor with <laughs> WD forty instead of compressor oil. And it works. It yeah, it does start. work. And I can fill up. I don't like know if it's great for car. it long term. No, but so so what I did was I went to Home Depot today and I got it. My dad came over and I couldn't get this fucking thing started and it was like just fucking pissed me off so bad because I couldn't like flip. I was like, you know anything about compressors? Can you get this going? And like I plugged it in, I had everything ready to go. He comes in, he hits the switch and it goes oh. and it starts up. I was like, motherfucker. I was like, as soon as you walk out of here, it's going to stop working. He's like, well, I don't know. So I accidentally... Did he call over, you a dumbass? I overfilled it with oh, the air compressor no. oil, and there's a hole <laughs> in the fucking cap, and my dad's standing over it when he started it. <laughs> the fucking oil shot up right in his fucking balls, like everywhere. And he's like, oh, Mike, what the fuck? He's like, you, you owe me $22 from fucking Walmart. Did you just, like, did oh. you just start laughing immediately? I, or were you I like- was dying. So, literally, I took the fucking compressor out of the garage to like let it go and let the fucking oil run out of it or whatever and as I bent over my fucking pants rip it was something out of like a fucking comedy Dude, and he's sounds... my dad's like oh you don't believe in karma motherfucker and I'm like, Fuck. like he's right though yeah and that I was, was like so were they short you liked yeah and like I was like my dad's like I'm coming over you were getting frustrated saw. with the overall work and yeah. that just like pushed you over the edge so my dad was supposed to bring the sawzall and I can't complete the one part that I'm doing unless I have the sawzall to cut the rail tie and I'm like doing all this shit and then he's like I'm coming now, and I'm like, I just got lunch, and like, I need to get for lunch? shit so bad. Loaded nachos from the fucking <laughs> Highlander, and I'm that's like, that's a really weird lunch to get. Like, people like get like sandwiches. Well, I saw him laying there in the tin. I'm like, what's that? He's like, those are loaded nachos. He's like, wait, I'm gonna do them good for you because like I'm good friends with the guy who's there. They're Indian guys. Do you go to a Highlander a lot? Yeah, I go there. I like the guy. He's 
They're just trying. He has his whole family working there and shit. Wasn't it owned by the same people that own Three Roads for a little bit? Yeah, forget it. Oh, what the fuck's the guy's name? I didn't know it was an Kenny Indian guy. Or something. I forget it. Kenny Sushko? Yeah. <laughs> he owns Highlander? No, but uh, the guy who owned it, I used to be friends with him, too. He used to work at a Country Roads Deli. Yeah, Three yeah. Roads Deli. Well, now, yeah, Three Roads. It's always going to be Country Roads. Yeah. I just feel like I have to say, because people look at me like I'm crazy when I say Country Roads now. Yeah. It's like, still no. Red's Chicken, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten... Dude, that, that used to be oh, the jam. Because hey, I would ride my bike from my house like where my parents That's live. not a bad ride. It's not a bad ride, but like I didn't go to that part of town. I used to go to like buy shop right well, over. Well yeah, time. I mean honestly, but the distance is about the same. Well, you go to Brown's Point and you eat some of those fucking chickens. Woo. What'd you do? You hung the bag from your fucking uh, handlebar? Yeah. yeah, I used to because I mean I used to ride from my mom's to um, Utopia and to uh, the beach, which is probably about the same distance overall. Yeah, and you do the same thing. But I, you were getting country roads. I was getting fucking Utopia and Susie's. Great, oh my god, great. The, the worst pizza in town is Susie's tomato. I love, and, and I've been, I've tried it plenty of times. The only thing they do well is like the white pie because you can't really fuck that up like entirely. No. But their tomato sauce is horrific, and they want like best pizza in town like four times because of the only one that entered the contest oh, where you pay to enter That's and it's like they're the only ones willing horrible. to pay yeah it's I mean it, it's the worst pizza in town for Mine sure was, if, you to, if, if, if you told me the only option for pizza tonight was Susie's, I would not have pizza. You would have driven back down to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, if No, what's funny is, like, if, if I was, like, doing blind taste tests of all the different pizzas in town, yeah. I could probably pinpoint some of them. But overall, I think most of them are pretty good. Just yeah. a plain slice. I would be able to tell what Susie's is instantly because it doesn't taste like New Jersey pizza. It right. tastes like when you go down to, like, fucking Virginia. Yeah. The crust is a very cardboard Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather Sbarro than fucking Susie's. <laughs> yeah, would. yeah. Wouldn't you? Like, yeah, Pizza Hut or Domino's. I, yeah, I will sure. eat Pizza Hut or Domino's. Like it's never it's my first choice. To, well, yeah, I like the cheesy breadsticks. That's yeah, the yeah. I want the cheesy breadsticks and the pizzas the side, really, you know, and get a tub of sauce. Of you course, you know what people don't like realize about this town is that there is such a plethora of fucking pizza places here, and, and they, like they're, they're, they're tears. Good. They're tears. Like you have the upper echelon. And well, you I, have uh, Susie's, I, and then you have uh, stuff that's just okay. I've always done, I, I have different places I like for specific types of pizza. Right. Um, for specialty pizza, it's always Frank's. Always. Frank's, Frank's is time. great. Yep. But for straight for regular pizzas, TJ's is the fucking best in town See, right now. I don't know, dude, See, because sometimes, like, it, it's hit or miss. It depends on who's making the pizza. Sometimes sure. DeMarco's is fucking bad. The last yeah. eight times I've had DeMarco's, it was horrific. Really? Horrific. I haven't had DeMarco's since I worked over there. But, no, dude, uh, it's, oh, no, it's terrible. Yeah. Every, every, I've had it probably in the last year eight mm -hmm. times and each time like maybe it's better and the one thing they always did better than anyone in town was a Sicilian pie yeah. got a Sicilian it was fucking terrible yeah. and um, I guess uh, tell Lou to fucking straighten up Tim, no right. Tim said that it's a guy that he doesn't know that Tim goes there all the time yeah. and he's like I don't know who that is but it's horrible like yeah. even um, Ears got a, a veggie slice well, if I'm doing and said like, it was horrible if I'm doing like yard work with my buddy or something and like it's just two of us and I want like a light pizza like fucking yeah yeah macabin pizza is so macabin thin pizza is really good it's like really Vesuvio's but is really I was good. heartbroken because Mario's Pizza used to be the only, best. Th this guy used Nunzio used to work there, and they were like three old Italian guys. Mm -hmm. Didn't deliver. They didn't deliver. Mario's was over in uh, Belcher's Run. Yeah, Belcher's yeah, Run. Yeah. Belcher's yeah. Creek or whatever that's called there. Belcher Run, right yeah. next to the smoke shop. And uh, dude, we I would go there like when we were little, and like he we'd be sitting in there just like talking, and we'd buy like a drink or something, and then he would be like, oh, "I make you a slice of pizza just to keep you shut up." Like, yeah, <laughs> okay. So then he would like bring us pizza and stuff. And the guy, like, whenever I needed to eat pizza, that was 
the go-to. Mario's was the best in town. It was at one point that was you know how much more money they would have made if they delivered. Because first off, they were the best pizza in town, and they were cheap as fuck compared to the other places. So it it was like a treat. If like when you live up the mountain, it was a treat if you were getting Mario's because Demarco's would deliver. Um, the the pizza place by the beach would always it'd be open for a year and then would close, and it was always pretty good. Yeah, Um, these Italian dudes were like driving sobs and shit. Like Drew driving really nice cars at the time, and like (laughs) like I was like. I asked my dad, I was like, how do they get, like, such nice cars from just, like, pizza? My dad's like, who knows what they did in the old country, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember one time when we w- we walked to Utopia, rode our bikes to Utopia in, like, the summer. It was me and Mike White, and he loved fucking with the guy that worked at Susie's. Like, it was just as, like... Was it the same guy that worked at the bagel place? That was, he, uh, he was like a heavier set guy, beard. Like, uh, I don't know. He 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 was definitely Italian. Um, oh, ta- we have to call Taylor after I tell this. So we like fucking with him, and we'd always go. And one, the one thing we would get from Susie that was actually pretty good is they made good Zeppelis, and the Zeppelis yeah. for like a dozen of them was like a dollar fifty. Mike White had a collection of gigantic quarters, <laughs> like the ones that are this big, and the guy makes the Zeppelis, and then Mike tries paying with the gigantic quarters, and the guy fucking takes them and just dumps them in the garbage. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then we came back next week and Mike tried the same thing and he's like, I'll make them for your friend. You can't. He told me if I gave Mike any that I wouldn't be served anymore. So I just had to sit there and eat them. Um, all right, let's get Taylor I, on I the line. I buy right. Pokemon cards with quarters that I'd steal from my parents. Well, that was a good idea. Yeah. All right, let's get Taylor on the line. He's been waiting. I told him like 20 minutes ago we were just starting and here we are. So All I, the reviews. I, yeah, for, for ladies, man. Um, yeah, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Um, I think we should do the movie first since yeah. uh, we've all seen it. Um, Taylor hadn't. And the album, um, all of us, you listen to it, Josh? Okay, okay. very good, very good. Um, are we paused right now? Nope. Uh, are we calling him? No, I'm waiting for you to finish talking. Oh, no, I thought you were, just go. Just cut me off. I don't died in pizza. I don't see how the two things correlate, but good for you guys, I guess. Well, I, I beg to differ. Yeah, I, I, you listen. You haven't had enough pizza in West Melford until you know someone that died while eating it. Yeah, or you shared a slice with someone who's not with us anymore, <laughs> like Dan used to do with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem was we shared too many slices. <laughs> That's why he's not here anymore. <laughs> Are we recording now? Yeah. Very wonderful. Good. Uh, Taylor, hi. What's up? How we doing? Good. How are you, buddy? Good. Uh, I'm out. Actually, you caught me in the middle of a walk. I was hopefully going to get done by the time we started this, but I'm not that far away, so I'm out and about right now. Nice. So how was your... Amongst the yokels. How how was your week? Week was fine. Um, You look good, Huh? You look good. Thank you, man. I, uh... You You want to kiss him? I, I will. After the bare knuckle boxing fight we had, yeah, did you? Uh, I heard you guys agreed to have a bare knuckle boxing match to determine who the new co-host is. Uh, fake news. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> fake news, sad. Oh, man. but I would, uh, I would, uh, I would, I would, I would, even though he would probably whip my ass, I would probably box Manfro <laughs> just for the just for the fun of it. I think it would be a good time. And then uh, for me, yeah. I, <laughs> Dude, and then uh, with a liver him. shot, he's done. <laughs> I, I I would probably kiss him. Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're from boxing to kissing to Manfred said he has Vaseline. I don't know who that's for. Oh, for my cuts. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant for my your butthole. My bleeds really easily. What's that, that from? Punches or booger sugar? Yeah, everything. I've <laughs> picking my nose my whole life, probably. <laughs> so how's your walk, Taylor? Uh, walk's pretty good. I didn't realize 
that it's uh, almost 7:30. It's getting a little yeah. dark out here. So, so, so Taylor, uh, um, we were talking about it before you got on. We figure we'll let you do the movie first, since all of us had seen it, you had it, and all of us listened to the album. So, why don't you take it away with your review? All right. Uh, of course, I got to talk about the ladies' man as I'm walking past the school. Great. Uh, you put the phone on speaker quick. <laughs> no, no, I got you with my headphones. Would you All like right, a so- sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so let's start with the grading, right? Uh, movie gets a two. Movie's awful. <laughs> now, I, I want to make it very. I, <laughs> no ten. Fuck. I want to make it. I want to make it very clear. There are funny things, and Tim Meadows is very funny. You know, it's like starring the ladies' man with Leon, whatever the hell his name is, right? It's like a fish I, sandwich. I, I couldn't get over that awful lisp. Um, the oh best part of that, the best part of that movie was Kelly Kapowski, honestly. Yes. Uh, by the bell. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Oh. Yeah. Avalon, Blue, whatever the hell her last name was, like where he's hooking up with her at the end, and he's like, yep. "Nah," he's like, "Nah, lady, I'm in love with another." Whatever the hell he says. Uh, <laughs> Pretty but much. there are, but there are, uh, there are funny parts of it. I mean. It's definitely the second best SNL movie that they made. No, no, it's like the it's like the third. I would say like Wayne's World, Coneheads. No, it's it's Wayne's World, no. Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers. Yeah, yes. I would say that's it. And then it's Pat. No, but I think Blues Brothers is number one. <laughs> I I'm fine with that. If you tell me Blues Brothers over Wayne's World, I'm I can't really argue. I love Blues Brothers, not Blues Brothers 2000. Like Ladies Man is way better than Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, Blues Brothers 2000. What about Superstar? I like McGruber. You know what's funny? I hated McGruber when it came out, and yeah. I rewatched it a couple years ago. I'm like, this is really good. It's <laughs> it's really good. Um, McGruber's uh, McGruber's pretty funny. I would say. See, for me, Blues Brothers, even though it was an SNL skit, it doesn't feel like an SNL movie. It doesn't if, because it's a good musical. Because <laughs> it, well, it's, it's I mean, like Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, everybody's fucking in it. But it doesn't feel like it's associated with SNL outside of. Ackroyd and Belushi, you know what I'm saying? Well, it is funny because it's probably the only one that doesn't play like an extended SNL skit. Like all the other ones play like SNL skits, which is what's fu- like. It's funny because that's like what I think a ladies' man is. Some of the stuff plays like a really good ladies' man skit, and it's always like they had to bloat this into a fucking movie. Right. Well, wait, what's that? What's that other one with? Uh, what's that other one with Molly Shannon? Is that what it is? Superstar. You have nice moves. Yeah, well, the best one might be Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> oh, my God. Night at the Roxbury. Terrible one. Oh, I love man. it, but Yo, it's terrible. I hate Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> it's it's, I, it's dude, really not good. It, it, it never up? made me laugh. And then, I'm, listen, if I if I thought I couldn't stand Horatio Sands, I was until I remembered that I couldn't stand Chris Kattan. Oh, he's awful. <laughs> he's awful. The only, I, funny, I, the yeah. only thing I ever really liked from him is that um, it's... But no, it's, yeah. both, okay. it's that um, SNL Christmas song with Horatio Sands, Tracy Morgan, Jimmy Fallon, and Chris Kattan. Um, that's a really funny skit that they do over a few years. But outside of that, okay, I actually just looked up a list of um, SNL movies to see if there's any that we're missing here. Um, okay, no, there there really isn't. Like, it's there's not a ton. You know, it's um, a Mandela effect thing that people think that um, Coneheads 2 was like a real movie. I have no, no recollection of Coneheads tour. So let's see. This is the order of them. Blues Brothers, Wayne's World, Coneheads, Wayne's World 2. It's Pat. Terrible movie. Oh, Here's a really Pat. bad one. It's Pat was the um, adro- ad- androgynous character that you didn't know if it was a man or a woman, which they would never get away with now. No. And um, Skit was funny. Movie did not work at all. 
and I forgot, uh, a future United States Senator, Stuart Sabin's no. family, sorry, Al Frank. That was you, an you, movie. You, you know, you would think what would have uh, made a great SNL movie was uh, Steve Martin, and I forget the other guy's name, but we are too wild and crazy guys. Like, that would have been a great Hans and Franz, movie. that could have worked. Um, yeah, dude. Oh, no, 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 that's wild and crazy guys. Hans and Franz is... Uh, um, Kevin Nealon and fucking uh, yes. Dana, Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. I, I would have yeah. liked a, a skit with uh, our movie from Christopher Walken's character. Was it The Continental? Oh, when he's yeah, like basically dude. he's doing like date rapey shit. Hey, come on in. And oh please sit down. So after um Stewart saves his family, it's Blues Brothers 2000, Night at the Roxbury, Superstar, Ladies Man, and. MacGruber. MacGruber was the last SNL movie, which is pretty crazy. And the gap between Ladies Man and MacGruber has to be at least 10 years. What year did the Ladies Man come out? 99. Was very, very, it's 2000. We were very, very young when that came out. Yeah. So um, what, what part did you laugh the hardest at? Was it about a uh, fish sandwich? <laughs> no, not really. Again, it, it was it was a lot of the, the humor and it wasn't that great. I don't think it was that good of a movie. Laugh and out loud. I mean, no, I mean, it wasn't that funny even, I mean, to me, it wasn't that funny. If I had to pick one moment, it was honestly at the end when, for some reason, like Will Ferrell and, uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Tim Meadows are going to fight. Yeah, the and whole then he, closes in on he, him. He just throws on a wrestling singlet and, like, the headgear. <laughs> like, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and what he does. The, do you want to do it in the butt? <laughs> That, so, like, that was pretty funny. Where, and, and then, like, when he's going to all the guys, he's like, your wife wants this, your wife wants that. And he goes, whatever Will Farrell's character's name was. was like, And you, it's, like, very clear that you're gay, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And really one of the first movies from Will Farrell. All, all your ladies need is just to be loved and a little more attention. It's funny. When you <laughs> said yeah. first, first movies from Will Farrell, Superstar was before, and he was in that, too. He was the love interest of Molly Shannon in that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was Superstar uh, is very good either. Skit yeah, funny. Not, what, what happens with a lot of the SNL movies is the parts are better than the sum of everything. Like parts of it, like there's parts at Night at the Roxbury that are funny, yeah. but the movie doesn't work at all. Um, that's why what makes something like Wayne's World one and two and Blues Brothers and MacGruber work so well is that they actually had some coherence to the overall thing. It wasn't just like one extended slapstick skit, but you can see a lot of what became Anchorman in a movie like Ladies Man. I feel yeah. like the silliness of it. And like Zoolander and shit like that. I do like Zoolander. Yeah. Second one was one of the worst movies I've ever yeah, seen. That was a Zoolander two was so awful. You're giving it a two out of ten, Taylor. Two Boy. out of ten. It's just because I, I, it's, I don't, I didn't think it was that funny, really. He probably would have movie. Go ahead. Sorry for 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 a movie that was more for a movie that was an hour and a half. I could have sworn it felt like it was seven hours. I thought I was watching <laughs> Deer. I thought I was watching Deer Hunter for a second. I'm like, this fucking oh thing God. is still on. Um, like, you know, I feel like you probably would have like the appreciation that the three of us do that if like you knew the ladies man skit like we watched it when we were kids. Yeah. And then when the movie came out, I remember going to rent it at the video store that used to be next to Utopia United Video. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember going there and and so I have a nostalgia feeling for it. But if it came out now, there's no way we would think it's good. We would probably laugh at parts of it. But same thing that Taylor just had happen. One thing I say all the time is like when something really nasty happens, I go, yeah, that's a disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's like my favorite thing to say. Dude, those old SNL skits were so funny. Yeah. It was like they, they, those those bits when they actually took risks and it wasn't just, you know. Well, in The Ladies Man, they got it so far away from the actual skit. It was yeah, him that was, talking as it a had to become, Yeah, exactly. And a love interest, which is about yeah, what The like, Ladies Man had. lady. <laughs> you sound like a lady. <laughs> yeah. All right, Taylor. So let's shift to the album that Manfro gave. Um, and you described this album that you said it gave you a whole new respect for pirate metal. And I remember Josh and I made eye contact. Like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> when you heard pirate metal, Josh, what was your first thought? Uh, my first thought was there's no way that this is good. Okay. So uh, if I had to describe this album, like I went in, like you didn't give me any description of it. And you said, I want you to listen to this and tell me what you think. I would come back from it by saying, that sounds like metal that like pirates would listen to. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay. So I want to say, it's not good, but I like, I like, I dug it. Right. Like if, if that makes sense, like I get like why you said that specifically. I feel like if I saw these guys live for the first time and they do the whole gimmick on stage, yeah. the whole presentation, I'd be like, dude, this is fun. Like you could hear the day they, I feel like these are a bunch of really good musicians. Cause the music quality is very good. Yep. They get drunk. And like, let's write about pirates, dude. Like, that's what it seems like to me. Like, if we if we started a band, we would write about pro wrestling. Be like a pro wrestling metal band or some shit. And we would have songs that like they sound like wrestling themes with really dumb lyrics. And what's funny is the song. I every song I gave it three besides one because I was helplessly entertained by this. I, I don't think it was good. I did add a lot of it to my playlist, but there was one song <laughs> I gave a five because I was like, holy shit, Manfro has sung this song to me a hundred times in my life and I never knew what it was. And that song was Fucked With An Anchor. Yes. You've sang that to me for way longer than I want to admit. <laughs> I don't know when you first heard it, but I feel like I've known this song my whole life. Well, that, that song, <laughs> that's the song like, uh, when I went to go see him, they were like, uh, they were halfway through their set, right? And me and Sam were like digging it. We we're like, yeah. these guys are fucking awesome because they come out like with like instruments that you've That's never seen. That's what I mean. Before. Like, and I feel like that was a, a really cool presentation. And you're like, holy shit! And then what happens is he goes, New Jersey. This song's about you guys and how we feel about you. And the first thing he says is, "Fuck you, you're, you're a, a fucking wanker. wanker. We're gonna punch you right in the balls." And then like at first, when he like, said, "You're all cunt and not cunts." <laughs> I fucking lost my shit because I just. It's funny if it was cunts, I'd be like, "Oh, it's so funny." But the fact that he says, "You're all cunt," <laughs> even better. Like yeah. you're one collective gigantic cunt. Like it's just like picture like a party going on at like PNC. Yeah. This there was this one of the side stages where they have the actual arena. Yeah, yeah, set yeah. Up and they like when they do warp tour there, the, the you know regular bands play there. Nothing crazy. It's just like a place to sit and hang out. And it was just like a a crazy people dressed up as pirates and fucking. Well, I started out grading them, and I was putting like I was putting like little captions by them. But once I got to um uh what's it fucked with? Oh, so the last one I actually put captions on was to the end of the world, and I said I wrote holy shit, this really is pirate metal. I was like I'm like I'm kind of embracing like thinking like all right maybe it's just a gimmick in the beginning. Every song sounds like it would be like pirates that like metal. Um, I was helplessly entertained by it. I would never like tell someone like, yo, you, you got to check this out. But <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go see him live. Oh, I yeah. probably would. Josh, what did you think? All right. So uh, first, I want to start off my uh, portion of the review by issuing an apology to Taylor. Uh, as I sat here and I listened to Ailstorm, No Grave But The Sea, I'm sitting here and I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. And I'm realizing, holy shit, my pirate metal is someone else's Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I I, I put you down. and I uh, But let me let me get back on this. So I wrote I took some notes uh, as I'm going through it. No grave but the sea. This guy sounds like an Irish Dave Mustaine. I like that. 
<laughs> True. Um, Mexico, talking about bitches in Mexico, I dig it. <laughs> Everybody, everything at the end was, I like that. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, to the end of the world, I'm kind of digging pirate metal. Yeah. That was when it kind of shifted for me. Yeah. Um, basically, I, I I liked it. I, I'm i right there with you, Dan. A three out of five, it's... Basically, they're talented. very good. Um, I appreciate their commitment to the gimmick. Um, so you give it a th- uh, three out of five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I do the yeah. Three out of five is is more than fair to me. I, I think that's that's good. Um, Taylor thoughts. So I'm glad you kept me till the end. And <laughs> this isn't to spite anybody. This is the truth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and this is the God's honest truth. Uh, I've heard this band before. They're called the Dropkick Murphys, except their gimmick is better. Uh, <laughs> I would agree with that. That's, I, I was actually I've, thinking about Dropkick Murphys when I was listening to it. I, I've, I've heard this. I've heard a better metal band before. They're called the Monomarth, and it's Viking metal, and it's actually good. Uh, I, too. I so, agree with that. So okay, I, I don't want to shit on it too bad because it's just not my thing. I think the gimmick is kind of is kind of shit. Uh, I do. It is better than the Pirates I, I, of the Caribbean sequels. I, uh, yes, and, yes and no. Uh, I will say, as someone who consistently says my music is generic and gimmicky and no substance to it, I find it hilarious that the first uh, album that is he gives on the show is the most generic and hokey <laughs> bullshit that I've listened to yet. It's not generic. Uh, I wouldn't say generic is the so right way. Fucking it, it, generic and bullshit and such a shit gimmick. We've heard it. They're called the Dropkick Murphys. And it doesn't Irish, fucking though. matter. Murphys are Irishmen. Yeah, they're like just drunken Irishmen is how I pick. They're, but from, the sound, they're from Boston. I agree. So fuck them. I agree yeah. that I agree the Boston. sound is is similar, but I don't think it's, the gimmick is the same. Boston's it's exactly not. it's exactly the same, except instead of Irish, it's pirates, and they're from and they're from Scotland. It's the same exact fucking Here's thing. Here's the thing, it's I've just, met a lot of Irish people. I've never met a pirate. True. Yeah. Yeah. Has, I, I, has anyone else met a Did fucking you pirate? To the thing? Uh, Tom Hanks and Captain thing. Phillips. You know, I, I, listen, I, listen I, hold, I'm on, hold on, now. Here's what I did, Manfro. I at least gave you the courtesy and the respect to listen to the entire record where you shut mine off Thank after you, two songs. I so, that. So, I listen to all the German brothers. I was <laughs> talking to him, not you. But anyway, but no, no, but, he, but the, like, truth is, I, is it, I, I think it's a shit gimmick. I think it's stupid. Um, I really didn't like it all that much. I thought it was silly. Um, but musically, there is some stuff that's a lot. There's very redeemable things in there. But when it boils down to it, uh, may, it it's it's worse than the ladies, man, bro. It's like the worst week I've had on the show. <laughs> um, so what I'd say, what you were saying about the music. Um, when you you said generic in the music, I think the metal parts of it are fairly generic. It's very good, just like most metal bands are very very talented. It's the stuff that they bring in that you don't hear in bands very often that made me appreciate it. And the only thing I would say about it that wasn't necessarily generic, but if you're looking at the specific metal aspect of it, the structure, the breakdowns, yes, I agree that part was generic. Um, but on pure entertainment for me, it's a three out of five. So I'll give you, I'm gonna give you a tip of the cap, and I did add some of the songs to it. Taylor, what was it overall for you? If it was. It was- it, it, it was it was a one. It was it was no. It was well. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it out of five. Just you know, just for fun. But uh, yeah, it's a one out of five. I I genuinely didn't like it at all. What if honestly. it was out of ten? <laughs> well, it's one out of five. Then it's two out of ten. 
Yeah, true, math. true. Wait, that, so, do, do it on hold on, shh, shh, shh. hold on, Josh. You don't, you don't grade for me. You don't speak for me. Shut up. I'm just so. <laughs> why, wait, why is why can't Josh grade? Ah, I'm just. A, no. I did a math problem. I wasn't saying this is how Taylor feels. I'm just saying that theoretically, because of math, this is what the equation works out to be. And t- Josh is saying, are you willing to argue against math right now? I'm not willing to argue against nothing because that's a total waste of my time. But even out of a, even out of ten, it's a one as well. Okay, so um, Josh is still trying to do math for you no, over I'm here. Not. I'm just sitting here. It's it's uh, don't don't try to start shit. Stop it. I'm not. He was just correcting no, your math. No, he, See, you no. you caught no, on. I said too. what I said, and then he said what he said. Did I did I jump in? No, that was you. Play you a fuck. fucking drop, Josh. You pussy. <laughs> no, I don't even have the board open. <laughs> <laughs> you should open it. No, uh, I'm not all right. It. So Taylor, um, we, you and I uh, hung out on a Saturday and we discussed um, when you'd be coming back to the show. And we decided it would be the week after the wedding is like se- season premiere kind of thing. We'll have Manfro in here with us too. Manfro also agreed to do a freestyle for us when you come back. Oh, you're announcing it. I was, I thought it was going to be a surprise, but no. all right. Yeah. I'm hiring a ghost. Rider. All right, cool. Um, I'm <laughs> glad executive decision. Good job. All right. Yeah. Uh, somebody need to make them. Some you. It's all you do is fucking make them. You're right. Thanks, thanks, thanks for asking how <laughs> I felt about it. So, so um, what was I? Uh, so, want to do our picks now? Uh, yeah, you go first because I need to figure out an album. That's good. All right. So, uh, the movie I'm going to give you, I, I talked about it with you a little bit on Saturday. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, I did get considerable uh, award consideration nomination. Um, Regina King's first movie she directed. Um, it's called One Night in Miami. Uh, it's about the night that Cassius Clay won the heavyweight title for the first time. Uh, um, and uh, the night that he spent with Jim Brown, Malcolm X, and Sam Cooke. It, it's an, an adaptation of a stage play uh, that uh, the acting in it is like the fact Will Smith played a pretty good Muhammad Ali. Like, he was good. I didn't think the movie was great, but he was good. The dude in this movie, it creeped me the fuck out how much he sounded like Muhammad Ali and had the mannerisms down. And the guy that played Malcolm he was shaking Me- a lot. Uh, no, no, this he dropped the ball too late in New Year's. He pressed it like a half second late. Um, so <laughs> he did. Like they were like a uh, ten, and then he pressed it. <laughs> like so, it's coming down. They yell Happy New Year, and then the ball dr- hit the hit the spot. Um, not as good as when he was lighting the Olympic torch and Joe Frazier said to someone, I hope he fucking falls in because <laughs> Joe Frazier hated him Dude, so much. I, I, always, I, I will, I will always respect a grudge for that long that he still would genuinely hated him. I will yeah, always respect the grudge up like until that. The, they both died. Yeah. Um, until Joe Frazier died, he went, he died hating Muhammad Ali still for sure. Good. But, um, so this was about, uh, the transition of him becoming Muhammad Ali, the debate they were having about their overall place in, uh, beyond just their public images of, you know, Jim. Brown, the greatest football player in the world, Sam Cooke, one of the best-selling artists, and about how Bob Dylan was writing these socially charged songs while he was just writing love songs for white people. Um, It's a really interesting... It's obviously... Some of this is obviously... Um, fictional. You have to fictionalize it for a, sh- a movie like this. But all the guys that were involved did say that they had serious discussions about what was happening in the world around them. Um, it, I really appreciated this movie. The acting in it is great. You'll recognize pretty much all the actors besides the guys playing Muhammad Ali is the only one I didn't know. A little cameo for uh, Michael Imp- uh, Imprioli uh, as uh, Muhammad Ali's boxing coach. Um, I, I did enjoy this movie. The acting in it's great. The dialogue is great. Um, so I'm excited for you to watch it. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I, I've been wanting to watch this for a while now. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, cool. You know, I've been watching different shit. So uh, for my uh, my pick this week, it's from a band I recently got into, a uh, very technically sound rock band. Uh, the band okay. is called Tes- the band is called Tesseract. Um, what the hell is his name? Eddie Trunk from that metal show. And uh, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was always talking about Tesseract on Q1043 or whatever, you know, before they would do get the lead out again for the millionth time. Yeah. And oh um, my God. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, I, I really wish you didn't show me that Jim Norton bit because he kind of ruined Q1043 for me with that stuff. It's oh like, my God. yeah. Get I mean, breakfast with the Beatles. (laughs) They're all the same. Like, yeah, it's cool when I catch it, but every fucking rock station, they, why do they, why don't they last? Because every time it turns in, let's go two for Tuesday. And here's two from green day. And I love green day. Don't get me wrong, but the same bullshit show play something that's different. That's new instead of the same recycled shit. I was listening to alt 92, three the other day and they played some shit that I've never heard. And I was like, Turn this garbage <laughs> off. <laughs> we'll play like actual rock, not like 923. I'll put it on. And randomly they'll play the Foo Fighters. And then they're playing fucking the new all time low that is straight trash. Yeah. It's, not, it's 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 not bad. I love uh, low and I'm like, I can't even defend it. I, and I know I can defend it from a business standpoint because they're making more money than they ever have. Like it's smart to like change your sound to be this generic pop bullshit. But so when I heard a love lift, hold on, wait, wait. Right. F- let Taylor finish about Tesseract. Cause then I want to hear this. So, uh, the album is called Polaris came out, I believe 2014, I think. No. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah. 2014. And the song I want to highlight is utopia. Um, very technically sound. We've been really talking just, about utopia tonight, actually. <laughs> That's weird. Like, like, like the, uh, like the, the store. Like yeah. the deli like that the, I was like a mile away from my house. Someone just won the lottery from there, or the pick pick five. How much did they win? They won like ninety thousand dollars. Why did we jump them? I don't know, because Utopia is scary. It's scary <laughs> up there in part. All right, so Utopia is the song you're highlighting. Yes, and it's a it's a very good record. Uh, it has actual substance to it, unlike Elstorm. Hey, <laughs> hey, I don't fucking rip your shit. <laughs> oh, oh wait, oh wait, I do rip your shit. I'm sorry. Yep, I deserve it. <laughs> just made me think of. Well, a- I was gonna like I'm not I'm not gonna do a pick any time soon, but it was gonna do uh, Healer by Group Love. Okay, which, which I'll, is, I'll, I'll listen to it too. Actually, I'll, I don't mind. There you go. Yeah, Group yeah. Love Healer. Um, I think it's he- no, not Healer. Well, okay, so yeah, give him that album. Man, no, bro. Uh, never trust a happy song. I'll. I think it is. I'll listen to it also. But Taylor, yeah, you listen to that. Hey, man, for now, I want to try uh, spin this. I want you to give me a movie I haven't seen. <laughs> Lars and the Real Girl. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I, I have to watch it again. You're putting me on the spot here. I gotta. I, I know. I was mostly kidding. Bio I figured. But I've seen Biodome. I've seen, seen Biodome Dude with you. <laughs> I've seen Dude Where's My Car with you. Um, it's, it's called Never Trust a Happy Song by Group Love, though. If you guys want to listen to that, I think that right. is a Group Love fan. I think she's played them. That's before. the last concert I went to before the pandemic hit, and they have like they make an album like every year. What kind of music are they? They're like uh, kind of like poppy alternative. Yeah, she's played Group Love for me. They, I, they I didn't that, hate they it. They sing that one song that's on this album. Take me to your best friend's house. Yeah. Okay, I do know who they are. They're they're really, but like they, if you actually listen, they were also in one of the MLBs. Yes, they were. I remember it's that. It's on a photograph, but when it's not edited, it's actually a lot better song. Sing it. I'm itching on a photograph. I'm letting go on the Taylor, you were on your walk listening to your music, and now you have Manfro singing to you. Well, th- thankfully, I'm home now. 
man, man, man. All right. So, Taylor, uh, I guess we will talk to you next week uh, for reviews and picks before you come back in just uh, three, three and a half for four weeks now. Yeah, good. A whole nother month. Great. All right. Bye, buddy. Love you. Goodbye. You look good. Good work. Thank you. Hold on. Wait, wait, can, I, can, I ask, can I ask a question before I get off? Yes. Hey, uh, Josh. Yeah. How was Chick-fil-A? What? How was Chick-fil-A? I drove past the entrance. I couldn't figure out which one was. And I'm pissed about it, Taylor. He told me for he was bringing. He told me he was getting me some. I was like, I never had Chick Fil A. And then he comes empty-handed. I'm like, Yo, where the fuck? Tell me the Chick Fil A's in your car still. He's like, No, dude, go buy it. See, that's the world telling you you didn't need it. I mean, like, look, I wasn't gonna double back and fucking turn around. It's like I took it as a sign. I said, All right, I guess not. Yeah, you would have had like a four patty count or like two patty. No, no, no. I'm not crazy about the chicken sandwiches. I love their chicken nuggets are fucking fire. They should take your driver's license. Or can't figure out to get the Chick Fil A, you cocksucker. Wait, hold on. I, I need. I, so it's I need. Weird. To be, I need another cab. Oh, no, Wait, Taylor, it's not go. that. It's it's not that weird. Like I I was I drove past it the other day. There's a door right there, right in front of me. It's right <laughs> next to Shake Shack. One on Seventeen in Ramsey. Who the fuck is in Ramsey besides you? I'm I'm I'm, I'm talking the about way. the one in Willowbrook. I'm talking about the one in Willowbrook. That's on I, the way. A, I didn't know they had one over there. B, it just to to get here, the fastest route was to take 17 and then just hit the fucking yeah, drive through of the one on there, and one in one, Ramsey. There's one in Willowbrook. That's it. Yeah, car. Or dude, no, this is what you do. Oh yeah, you, no, it's no, a delivery to the Willowbrook parking lot. Fucking you, you gotta get. Poor fucking you. You got to get up and walk for your food so bad, right? Josh, comment. No, I don't have a comment. So you wouldn't get out to walk in to get your food? No, I wouldn't walk out to go to the fucking mall to get my food. <laughs> Fuck that. It's I've, not in the food court, stupid West. ass. It's a separate. <laughs> they, 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 they built a separate building. It's like Chick-fil-A. Kava, whatever the fuck that is, and then uh, Shake Shack, right there, right by Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I haven't been to Willowbrook in a while. You need to revive, apparently, because I don't know what the fuck. I, I, was, I was at it for work the other day, driving around. I really had to shit, and Willowbrook was my best option at that point. <laughs> so I parked in the closest bathroom. I made a fucking big dump in there, and then I forgot to flush. Yeah. I was like, really Yo. just like tucking in my suit and shit. Shit. And then I was like, I just walked out. I was like, I didn't flush that. And that You're was diary. I wear a suit to work every day. I don't work from home for the 300th time. <laughs> Yo, but like, no, like, no bullshit. Like, like, uh, uh, they built up Willowbrook like really well now. Like, it, it's actually fucking nice. It's nice. It's still my biggest still problem. The fucking parking lot gets flooded. Yeah, God, that's true. Um, my biggest problem with Willowbrook is it's still way too fucking small. And on the weekends, if you go to the week, it's fine. But if on the weekends, that place is fucking crazy. Yo, like, the Dave and Buster's in there. I got trashed one time. I've never been in that Dave and Buster's, but I do know someone that had a bachelor party there. Yeah. <laughs> and I went. And you were there. I was not. I think me, me and Bob went. Yeah. Disappointing. All right, Taylor. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Are they still married? Right. Yes. Yes. All right. Later. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Um, so welcome back. Uh, so Manfro, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, I know the weekend before you had a crazy week. You went and saw fucking Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. 59 year old strippers. Uh, this weekend I, uh, didn't do much really. I fucking started doing some yard work. Okay. And I've been to Home Depot like three times. Uh, but. Uh, I watched the fights. Nice, very the fights good. Were sweet. I called you. You said I'm making a charcuterie board, and that was that. Yeah, I didn't even make a charcuterie board. <laughs> what did you eat? Uh, I ended up eating something. No shit. Uh, oh, we ordered a tortellini pie from Anthony Franco's, which I was 
uh, skeptical of, but Sam wanted like the fucking. And how good? How good is it compared to Frank's? It was like not good. Frank's tortellini pie is one of my favorite slices, dude. I I uh, the landlord taught me get the uh, get marinara to dip in it, dip the fucking tortellini pie in. I was skeptical of that. I'm like, holy shit, this really just makes it even better. I'm a big proponent to uh, fucking ranch on pizza. Certain okay, actually, I like it. Paul Fogg changed my life. I think we were probably like in eighth grade or freshman year. And he's like, dude, put some ranch on your pizza. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And then I did it, and I was like, dude. I used to do ranch. Now, actually, I like uh, blue cheese on pizza as blue well. It's the, same pr- it's the same principle. I like blue cheese on steak. Blue cheese on steak. That's but interesting. Like, not like, I don't know a why. Good, well, I'm not well, a big steak guy to okay. begin with. I'm actually not the, I love steak, but it's never some. I never order steak. I almost never but order I steak out. I hate blue cheese crumbles. Really? I love blue cheese crumbles. That makes, makes it taste like dick. But okay, so you, you like cheese, but maybe you don't like really like like aged cheeses. I like provolone though. Provolone is I have a fucking pound of provolone and a pr- pound of Swiss inside. <laughs> like <laughs> imported from Italy? No, from Shoprite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imported from Italy. My fucking ass. Um, what's the worst smelling cheese you've ever smelled? Um, from under. From under. <laughs> Josh, what's the worst cheese you've smelled? Um, I'm not too keen on Jarlsberg. Okay. So uh, there was a summer where Danny Appel and I were working at this imported foods place on Margaret King Ave. It's like a giant fucking refrigerator freezer called Cheeseworks. Um, it's cool because some of the stuff there, they sold a 20-pound bar of chocolate, mm-hmm. um, and we bought it once, and then we were sick of it after two days because you had to use a fucking butcher knife to fucking cut it. It's mm. what they give the bakeries that are making, like, mass amounts of things. All the new guys, they had smell a certain cheese there. Because I, they, you know, everyone at Gorgonzola kind of smells a little weird. You can get some that smell really bad. This one is called um, Grayson, and you could Google this Grayson cheese. First off, they open it, it's sweating. It sounds like what white people call their sons now. Yeah, probably Grayson. Yeah, that's yeah. actually that, <laughs> what white people call their sons. It's actually very accurate. Um, but I think it's like, it's G R A C I N, I think. Um, and uh, first off, the cheese is sweating, it's literally like perspirating. What? You smell it. Like, everyone knows what, like, smelly feet smell like. Like, fucking stink. Now, picture that. That's And you know some smells will overpower others, and they don't, like, create, like, a combo super bad smell? Puke almost overpowers everything, right? Yeah. Picture somehow that both puke and the worst smelling feet ever have blended to become this cheese that people pay $80 for a piece of. I literally gagged and fucking spit up on the fucking gigantic freezer's floor. It is the worst smelling food I've ever come across in my life. Fucking heinous. Literally, they say all the new guys, no one cannot gag. I would rather eat the pickle candy again than smell that cheese. That pickle candy. Dude, the pickle candy. Did we even talk about that on here, Josh, the pickle no, candy? No, we never talked about so, it. So, when we went to the bachelor party, um, we were there early because we didn't know what time we actually could go to the house because the cleaners were there. We were trying to find somewhere to grab a beer. We ended up just hanging out in the parking lot of a place where if we called ahead, we could have grabbed the beer, but yeah. we couldn't. And Ralph goes, hey, you guys have to try these. And I knew instantly there was a problem. Josh was smart right away. He said, really, Ralph goes, hey, I want you guys to try these candies. And Josh goes, nope, and walks <laughs> away. Um, he gives it to us, and it's green, first off. Like, what, bright, like, pretty much like the wall here, like green yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. It Sm- looks like a jelly bean. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, what, what do they call those? The jelly... Um, jelly rings. Gumdrop. It, it looks yeah, like a gumdrop. Yeah, gumdrop mo- almost. A little bit harder, right? Yeah. Not like squishy. You put it in our mouth. It, first off, he tells us right as we're eating it, it's pickle flavored. Like the most sour... That would deter normal people. The, yeah, <laughs> the most sour pickle you could imagine. And literally within... 
three seconds, me and Manfro, our faces fucking just instantly sour up. We tried. Manfro goes over to fucking Snow Mound, and he's just spitting out green shit. Yeah. It literally, it turned our tongues. Our Ralph went for like a bit, and then, of course, when we got to the house, he had Bob, Justin, Stelly, and Quaz try it. Quaz really tried. Yeah. He he tried hard, and then all of them are spitting out. The pickle candy. Well, I one just of the- ate country fried steak from the diner, <laughs> and my stomach wasn't feeling too great, and then that was like the icing on the cake, so I had to... Take a huge shit in Walmart. <laughs> you did. Isn't it There's ter- proof of it, too, because someone took a picture of me in the stall. I had no idea until they sent me the picture while I'm still sitting there pu- pushing out this growler. Like, it was fucking brutal. And, like, I was shitting so bad that the fucking guy who cleans the bathroom came in and was like, ooh, it smells like duty in here. And I was like, yeah, it's because I'm fucking taking a shit, dude. And then I just hear him like, Dude, that's bad when strangers are coming in spraying well, right it's away. Bad when a janitor whose job is to literally <laughs> clean. clean up shit is like, wow, it's my like duty in here. And Did I'm you like, become self conscious about your duty? No, I just like I'm like I'm in Walmart. The other stall, I felt bad though. The other stall was like broken, so like I'm like using sure the was. only stall in there, and I'm like. Well, I have to fucking go. Have you clogged a public restroom before? Nah, oh, no. Oh, have you, Josh? No. I feel purpose. bad. No, no, I mean like accidentally because I've clogged multiple, at least like three that I could think of. A fucking industrial toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I have problems sometimes. One time it happened at Six Flags. Yeah, dude, dude, my fucking. I mean, your your how hairy is your ass? Because mine's a disaster. Yeah, my, sometimes I take a shit and I have to contemplate life. After, <laughs> no, dude, like, there's times I where I right shit. I don't even shower. bother wiping. I just jump in the shower yeah. and just hot water. That's like the best way to do it. Some people say they take shits after they shower. I was like, what's the point? No, you can't do that. It's oh. it's it's shit shower shave. It's not yeah. shower shit shave. Yeah, it's, that'd be weird. Um, and there, so one time at Six Flags, I remember I was there with Brian Salasic. It was like sixth grade. It was before we set a house on fire, <laughs> and um, I I went to take a shit, and it was the worst diarrhea I've ever had in my like probably the worst I've had in my life when I didn't have a stomach virus, yeah. and I don't know what it was. And I remember Brian went to the stall. I was in there so long. He went in the stall next to me. And he says it smells like turds in here, dude. Fucking toilet clogged. My dad's like, get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Because he came, he was waiting for me outside, and he just sees it go. <laughs> That was my first time doing it. And I think I was I was with Dan Holly once when we both clogged toilets. Oof. Well, he has the protein. Dude, shit. his the times I went ahead to go and get that kid to clean pair of underpants. One uh, time at Willowbrook Mall. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, like, that's a good place to shit your pants. He's like, like he's like, Dan, I need you to go buy me underwear from Macy's. I'm like, all right, let's yeah. go. Well, that's the place to do it. Um He's like in the sink, like fucking wiping. It was another <laughs> time at Valley View where he's like, he comes up to me, Dan, I need you to go to my house. I'm like, why? He's like, I need underwear. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I go in. <laughs> And I'm going through his fuck. Did you been to his house before when he lived uh, over here? No, I never been. So to it was uh, almost like a two family. He lived in the downstairs yeah. part of it. And I'm go. I go there. It's like fucking eleven o'clock at night. And then his mom comes down the stairs, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm sorry to bother you." She's like, "Oh, you getting Dan underwear?" I'm like, "She fucking knew what I was doing. <laughs> like, it's had to happen multiple times." Yeah, I, I only took. I've only hung out with Dan a few times. We were at a party at Joe Rivera's house, and there was like a beware dog sign because he had a Rottweiler. Yeah. So. Dan thought it'd be a good idea to go. Yes, pet I remember this hearing about this Rottweiler. So he's like, "Hey, puppy!" And he got he put his face next to the dog, and yep. the dog came up and bit him, and there was a hole in his. I lip. remember this. And he he like the dog bit him, and then like I just hear screaming. And they're like, "We got to get him to a hospital!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, get in my car! I'm taking you right now!" Because I'm like thinking like the party's gonna get shut down. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And shit, dog's so, gonna get euthanized. Yeah, so then I I take him, and then like um. 
we I drove Dan to I think his mom met us over at Mount Laurel Field or something like that. Up the mountain, Mount yeah, Laurel. Yeah. Okay. I think somewhere I, I just remember like I I dropped them off and like his mom was like, oh my god, get in the and his mom drove him to the hospital because I was fucking hammered. It couldn't too. have been Mount Laurel. It was definitely maybe like over by the the church over here where they have a little baseball field in the back because well, he lived down the mountain. Yeah, yeah, no. He lived behind, I like, was Walgreens. taking him down the mountain, and she was oh, coming up. Oh, got you, got you, got you. So okay. We did, like, did like a handoff. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I might have drove him all the way to his house. I'm not, I actually, I'm not really sure. I actually missed that kid. I, I used to have so much fun with yeah, him. Yeah. So, he, so I, I guess like the 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 yeah, you know mom's reactions like what the fuck like, yeah the what the fuck happened here dog, dog bit you and they couldn't do shit because there's a beware dog sign yeah. and he just sure. blatantly. Yeah, he just and wanted like, to be I, friends with the dog. I think I don't remember if like they 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 were they wanted to press charges or something, but they're like, dude, there's a beware dog sign. Dan, Dan always had these weird incidents where he like it's a party, everyone's hanging out, then he got hurt. The time he yeah. broke his fucking ankle in the woods, uh, the woods because he got thrown on his fuck. He got literally ran at the guy. It was like the wrestling move where you pick him up over your head and fucking drop him. Yeah, and literally breaks his fucking ankle in the woods. Oh, that's um, terrible. Yeah, and one of his friends like felt bad, but this, you know he, he, I mean, one of the craziest people. Like that dude, his videos of him lifting fucking horrifying. Yeah. Like, and now you understand all the protein. I remember he was taking a, a protein for a while that was like one serving of it was like three thousand calories. Dude. Oh, dude, it was just thick, like the thickest milkshake you could imagine. The worst shits you like, protein shits fucking hard to get. No, out. they're it, literally it's a problem, dude. When we were, when I was going to the gym every day when I, we worked Best Buy before work, and I'm taking pre workout then a protein right after. Yeah. Fucking water diarrhea out of my fucking ass. Well, if you don't fucking if you don't lift and stuff, and you take like those fucking drinks and stuff, yeah. you'll get kidney stones. Easy, oh, for sure, for fuck. sure. So you I, gotta fucking work those off. So uh, people would drink like the pre workout. Oh, like, the, work, oh, my muscle milk. Like throughout the day. And oh I'm yeah, like, yeah. If you're not working out and sweating. You're just fucking. Putting that shit in your body. Well, and working out, sweating, and with any kind of creatine, you got to drink a shit ton of water. Yeah. Otherwise, you're really going to get fucked up. Your kidney damage, shit I had like this that. Stuff called track. I'm not I sure. remember track. Yeah. yeah. I used to take that, and like I would drink some of it before I would go in, and I'd finish it. Like as I was still yeah. sweating, I'd finish drinking it, and like I just I drank so much of it, like that. Like, I was working out. Yeah. But, but then, like, I would see, like, other people, like, my friend Dave would fucking drink this shit, and he's just like, oh, I just like the taste of it. I'm like, don't do that. That's horrible <laughs> for you. Don't do that. And his brother, actually, from drinking Gatorade and fucking drinking that without working out, he ended up getting a kidney stone. Yeah, of course. That's what happens. Like, I mean, there's been a few pre-workouts and post-workouts that have come out over the years. I remember a few years ago, C4 was a big one. Yeah. And people got fucked up from that. It's given heart palpitations and shit. I was like, well, the first time I heard about there being maybe some issues with it, I'm like, I'm not touching that pre-workout. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, I never worked out when, like, pre-workout was, like, a thing that people, like... It used to just be... When we were in high school, it was creatine. It was, yeah. like, you take creatine, but then it became the blends, the pre-workout, because that yeah. nitrous oxide... It was, you could take nitrous oxide pills before you worked out, but then, like, and then my creatine. Friends, my friends had, like, this thing that you put, like, a scoop into a water bottle, and it's, like, the pre-workout that, like, gets you jacked up. Yeah, like, yeah. To get you going, and I was like, I wish I had that shit when I was, like, big into well, fucking... Well, the really good shit. ones definitely are the, comp, the, the pre-workouts, which are their combination of creatine. At sometimes protein, but nitrous oxide, which used to just be the nitrous oxide pills, and that's when you see some of these dudes that got jacked in high school had veins bulging out everywhere because yeah. the nitrous oxide opens up the blood vessels, or uh, uh, and so that's what makes all the veins come out. Um, but the biggest problem a lot of people would have is they would, t like you said, they would either drink the pre workout because they like the taste. Well, first off, very few of them actually tasted good, and if they did, you got sick of them after like two weeks of yeah. taking them. I had the strawberry fucking Miloplex, Ugh. Ugh. dude, and some of the proteins, the, they actually taste pretty good, but then you look at 
them and like this is just sugar. There's nothing like yeah. the, the best proteins don't taste that good. No. It, they're terrible. But um, you did just say over the weekend you watched the fights. So we were texting throughout them. Yeah, yeah. Um, first off, I was it was a great fucking card. Every fight fucking delivered besides the chick fight, which big fucking surprise. They rarely do. Um, I was I was like uh, hating hard on Sean O'Malley. Before I know what's funny. You were, and then you you, you actually texted me like a few days I prior. Saw him fight a full fight. That's why I was like, okay, this guy is a lot better than I. He had a, he he gave some himself some self imposed uh, um, adversity in the fight when he tr- tried to throw the kick and fell on his ass. By the way, they got to do something about the logos on the mats because the amount of guys that fucking slip on them is obscene. Yeah, look, it's twenty twenty one. We have the technology where you can fucking digitally impose uh, impose a sponsor in random fucking spots. The fact that multiple fighters are hurting themselves and falling because they're slipping on the logos is fucking sm- well, it's a but, smaller but, cage with well, more logos. Well, no, it's even on the big ones. But think about this. They can fucking plaster that all over the fucking map, right? Yeah. And it's, it looks stupid, and it gets their fighters hurt, but you can't have your own fucking sponsor on your shorts. So think about that. But overall, I thought the card was great. The prelims delivered, had some wars, and then the main card, the best Tyrone Woodley has looked, and he's still fucking lost. Yeah, dude, I feel... I just... He's, yeah. When's the last time... Look, okay, so what's the last champion you remember that fell off this fast, this quick? That, that doesn't make any sense. This fast. This uh, fast, this quick, stupid asshole. I don't know, it's like... Tony Ferguson's kind of getting there, right? <laughs> um, the first person I thought of was obviously Chuck Liddell, but he did yeah. deliver a really good performance against Vanderlei and won. Yeah. Um, and the other person I thought of is Robbie Lawler, since Chuck he ironically... Liddell, I, I attest that to just like having the light shut out on him. He, yeah, because the thing was, his chin was always sick, and his defense was even better because it was block punches with my chin. Yeah. Like, he had no head movement, didn't put his hands up ever. It's like a fucking strong sneeze will knock him the fuck out. Yeah, dude, when... Um, but when I'm thinking at Robbie Lawler recently, he fell off a cliff really hard. He did have one win in between there, in between since losing to Tyrone Woodley and losing the title. Isn't he in one now? What was that? Isn't he in one? Robbie Lawler? Yeah. No, you're thinking of Rory McDonald? No, no, no. Robbie Lawler. No, Robbie's in the UFC. Still? Yeah, he's still in the UFC, oh. but he's on a four-fight skit. Did you ever see his, like, fucking one of his first pro fights, like, in the fucking bar? Oh, dude, his fights were crazy. Yeah, when you think of, day, remember dude. when he had his fight with Nick Diaz? Yeah. And that was when the ref famously said to Nick Diaz, uh, I think it was Yamasaki, said no talking. And Rogan's like, I didn't know that was a rule. <laughs> um, but uh, first off, uh, Francis Ngannou looked sensational. Yeah, like I, Stipe had nothing for him. No, I, and it sucks because I love Stipe. He just said he didn't have anything for him this fight. I so first off, I was surprised at how light Stipe came in. He, he was did, like, like fucking ten pounds. He was like two thirty four, two thirty two, two thirty four, which yeah. is when he fought. DC last time he was 242 and even then I was like oh he trimmed down a little bit so I don't know if the game the gameplay must have been to be quicker to try and get underneath a little more but um, Francis looked really good early and the moment I thought the fight started to shift when I I saw the confidence in Francis grow and Stipe kind of looked like oh shit was when yeah, when he when he sprawled yeah. a deep double, it was a deep double leg, yeah. and then he took Stipe down, took his back, and then he was landing bombs. He's throwing head kicks. I think that's what that's what basically ended him was like he took so many bombs on the way up that like to like the normal person watching they'd be like, it, oh, it had take to. A lot. I think I was fucking. I was talking about with you recently. I think on the show was when um, Randy Couture said he felt Vitor Belfort break. Yeah, right. Yeah. When he got to take to take down stuffed, then got taken down himself. 
I saw the fight shift. I, I think I texted you. It was like fight's over. I was yeah. like, I was like, I right then I was like, Francis is gonna win. And the thing he did well was I think he should have cut his hair in between rounds because his hair looked fucking. I didn't get his up. his. It was fucking weird. But the thing that I was uh, noticing, I Stipe did start to do a little bit better towards the end of round one and the beginning of round two. Like yeah. I thought Francis looked a little bit slower. Actually, the end of first round I thought Francis looked a little bit slower. And then the second round he comes out and then I see the pep in his step. I'm like, holy shit, this dude's conserving energy. Yeah. He's knowing in the fight when not to be overzealous. If you're gonna be a guy that your technique isn't great, but you're fast and powerful enough that you can get away with it. So one fight that uh, I'll always remember was uh, Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir. The, the first time? The, no, the rematch. When, oh, God. Oof. When the second round starts and you just look at Frank Mir's face and they show you and you just see a guy who's a shell of himself, just like totally demoralized. Well, and you're like, the, just the way he looks, you're like, he's fucked. When Stipe came out for the second round and they do like, the, they show both fighters before. You could see his in his you face. You could just see Stipe like, just had like a deer in the headlights kind of look, but he was just like, his face was already. Like his will got up. broken. And he, he's already like a guy who like gets, he gets marked up very easily. Yeah, he cuts up easy. But he was just like, you could just tell in it the way he was standing and he was breathing. He was taking like, not like breathing, like he was like. Yeah, he's like, Fuck, uh, she, like, like I fucked yeah, up, like, and that left that fucking Francis hit him with was so it didn't like when that I was th- a cheap oh, shot because he didn't see it coming. He didn't see it coming, dude. The fucking hammer fist at the end was, uh, oh, I, and well, I, that wasn't cheap. Like, I, it, no, I, I'm sorry, you do that until the ref pulls you yeah. off. I'm sorry. It, listen, if and a guy doesn't, if a guy champ. doesn't, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But if he doesn't, if he does it, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, Sean like O'Malley, when Derek, when Derek Lewis, he Derek Lewis knows what he's doing because he knocked out so many guys before. He's going to hurt you until the well, ref pulls I, listen, you off. Listen, there is nothing. He admits it. I, I'm cool with that. Yeah. There's nothing cooler looking than the walk-off knockout, and Mark Hunt was the master of it. Yeah. He'll fucking drop you and then walk away. But what I was thinking with Francis, I was so impressed with the composure. I do think it's really cool that Kamaru Usman is taking the time to train him. Um, I think Usman is one of the best guys for the sport because yeah. he exemplifies everything you want in a champion. He's he's well-spoken. He trains his ass off. He, he's becoming better with every fight. Well, that's uh, like I kind of I kind of think of him like... He's always like the one who's like, I want respect. That was Tyron Woodley coming up. Yeah, for sure, for Tyron sure. Tyron Woodley was coming up. He's like, I just want people to respect my well, fucking what name. What the thing was interesting, the the big difference between a guy like Woodley and Usman is that I had seen Woodley lose. Uh, he got not. I don't know if you ever saw this fight. I think it was it was Strike Force. Nate Marquardt. Yeah. He yeah. knocked him out so bad. And I think what Usman is, we've seen him have a couple close fights, like yeah. close ish, and he still, but he looks better every single fight. Like I don't think Colby Covington wants to. Colby Covington did very well against fucking Usman. Probably as well as anyone as far as like a damage standpoint. And I don't think Colby Covington wants anything, any part of a rematch with Kamara Usman because I think Usman will fucking kill him this time. Yeah. I I, I think Colby's very good. And I wish he had had more charisma because I wouldn't give a shit about his gimmick because I think he's a really good fighter. I like watching Colby Covington fight, but he's so bad at his gimmick. It's so corny. So we got to talk about, we got to address this. We talked about it a little bit on text messages, but Aljamain Sterling came out and was like a big fucking thing. Like he wanted all the attention on him and sure. saying that Peter Yan does not deserve a rematch because he violated the rules and he kicked him in the head. And blah blah blah. I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify something on you in a second with that. When what I don't get is that you know Aljamain Sterling wasn't winning the fight. The way that it was going, it was it was a downhill battle. Like it, it was an uphill sure. battle for him. Sure. He was struggling and he. What like, was it? The you, fourth round you, it happened. The fourth round. Yeah, I watched. I rewatched that fight. He has his hands on Peter Yan while he's sliding around because he knows that he can't fucking get hit in the head. Correct. And then he fucking hits him, and then he does a, he conducts an interview after, and he's he's fine. 
Like, come on. Well, I first, I think there, there's a few things that led to that. That um, first off, I, I, it should have been a disqualification. The ref said he's down, and his corner said do it. So I don't know what that That's was. That's why I like Anthony Smith. Oh, Anthony Smith's awesome. I love Anthony Smith. When he got fucking kneed in the head by John Bone Jones, he could have took the belt from him. Well, I and he said, but, "I'm fine. But this just was, give me a minute." But this was the thing. He, I, I thought the ref should have called it immediately because the knee that Sterling took was worse than the one Smith took. I thought yeah. he was out for at least a half a second, and they probably at that point you got to stop it. I do think you have to stop it. Do I think that Sterling probably it hammed it up a bit? Yeah, I do think that he he sold it. Yeah, and that could be you know the adrenaline of realizing like, holy shit, maybe I shouldn't be fighting but I'm about to win the title because of this. I, I, I don't know. It's a weird thing for me um, because does Jan deserve the rematch? I'm very conflicted because I'm in between the idea of that the ref told you he was down and your corner heard it too and they said do it. He has not defended that it was a confusion thing, anything like that because if that's the case, the first thing I think of is if you remember when Babalu held the choke on David Heath. Uh, yeah, that's what got yeah. him cut from the UFC. Um those two things are comparable for me because you filed, it was a blatant violation of the rules um, that could have gotten the guy hurt even worse. You could have broken his eye socket, yada, yada. Yeah. Now, I've also said that I'm in full favor of those knees being legal. So from, there, there's a difference here though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do think that it should be a rematch because I don't like, I also don't think the title should change hands that way. Maybe it becomes vacant. I think vacant would be it's ideal. Like if someone like from the corner came out with a steel chair and fucking hit Aljamay Sterling and then like Peter Young sure. retains the belt. Well, like WWE. What's like the worst <laughs> uh, before that? What's the worst disqualification in MMA history or UFC history you could think of? Because I I know the, the one that, the t the twelve to six fucking elbows John Jones yes the, um, Matt Hamill. So that one, so. That one to me is like a weird one because it's like it's a tricky spot because yeah. that's another stupid rule and the fight was over before that. Yeah. He was throwing regular elbows and he threw those. Stupid. It well, should have been a win. He, he was throwing elbows side to side and then he did one that landed clean. Down, that landed clean. But Hamill was fucked and up already. Hamill was on his black back and his both of his eye sockets were full of his own blood. Before that. And he's like Oh, <laughs> 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 um, so the one that I I don't know if you remember this fight. This was like UFC. I want to say, let's go 48, 47, around in that ballpark. Frank Mir against Wes Sims. Frank Mir, obviously at the time, was this like jujitsu master, right? Yeah. It was before the car, the motorcycle accident when he was champion. Um, he Wes Sims takes now. Wes Sims was like six ten. He was a big motherfucker. He ends up on top of Frank Mir, but Frank Mir is rolling for a heel hook, which we know he has nasty leg locks. And what does Wes Sims start doing with his other leg but stomping Frank Mir in the face? <laughs> Literally, he stomped him while he was down. That was the worst thing I could think of since... Now, I do want to give Jan a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because... It those knees can be so ticky-tack because if he lifts up for half a second and lands it, it's perfectly legal if yeah. he's getting up. It is a timing thing, but the fact that the corner said it, I think the corner should have been punished in some way because the ref said down and you did it and he comes from a camp and a team that they fight like old shoot-the-box where they just beat the shit out of each other. Like Vanderlei Silva had a fight backstage with crazy horse Charles Bennett back in the day <laughs> and got choked the fuck out. Yeah. Um, so it, it's weird. Now, as far as Sterling goes... I. I do think that the honorable thing to do here, and this sounds weird because he didn't break the rules, right? Mm -hmm. The right thing to do as a champion is, and I think he will do it, is rematch to Jan. Because I don't yeah. know, who, like, who else is up right now? Like, See, th now, that's the I'm fight. In that situation, I'm, I'm, I'm like Aljamay Sterling situation, which I'm not a fucking fighter, so I sure. can't, I can't really. But what I would do is be like, motherfucker, hit me, you know? Yeah, like you, I I'm, didn't I'm taking that and like. 
Now, now you got to beat me. Now you got to beat the champ. Uh, so come and get a, it, motherfucker. I would be. I would say something like, "You were you were beating me, and you still felt the need. You had to fucking cheat because you knew I was gonna catch yeah. you. No, come I'd at me, like, motherfucker. No, I'm the champ yeah. now, so you can suck my dick. Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Well, your daddy a, ain't shit. From a promotion like, standpoint, that's the the right thing to do. Like if you yeah. really want to hype a fight. And speaking of hyping fights, please let's talk about who Francis Ngannou is gonna fight next. Because who do Derek you think? Lewis. No. Who? who okay, Derek. I'm not. Derek Lewis already said his last fight. I don't want to do no five rounder. But that's why he finishes him in two. Um, <laughs> so, so what realistically do you think the fight is for Francis? I mean, I can't see Stipe coming back to this and wanting a rematch. But if he did, uh, he gets the first shot. If so he says I, he wants would, a rematch, I would say you give you give Stipe a couple weeks to push push out the okay, cobwebs, but, and then you let him decide. But realistically, I could also see Stipe doing like after he got knocked out by DC and when he lost the title. Wait a while. Yeah. Because his last three fights before Francis Ngannou were Daniel Cormier. So, but you don't want to leave Francis on the shelf while Stipe is waiting. Because Stipe can come back a year and say... You can give him anybody. Well, who, who though? Well, Well, the fight that they want to make or that that people want to make. You give everybody Alexander Overeem. (laughs) They just released Overeem. No, no. The fight, dude, John Jones. That's the fight everyone's talking about. Francis Ngannou and John Jones. Yeah, yeah. Well, John Jones is like, yeah, I want to see that. Well, he's also saying... I think John Jones is like a technical, like one of the best fighters. He's the smartest fighter I've ever seen. And like, I've never seen him at heavyweight. I would like to see him... I think he's 245 right now. I'd like to see him have a tune-up. No, I don't agree with that. You want to know why? Because if he loses, you just lost the biggest money fight the UFC can make with someone not named Conor McGregor. Yeah. The biggest fight you can make is John Jones. He's a heavyweight now. So I guess you've been keeping up with the controversy around well, this. Well, Dana White said, like, oh, don't fuck Well, this is how great of a promoter fucking stupid Dana White is. Immediately after the fight, I don't know if you watch the post-fight press conferences when they air. I usually go right to YouTube after a yeah, pay-per-view I and I listen sometimes. to him. I didn't, and I didn't he goes, oh, John Jones is actually thinking about going down to 185. Why don't you hype this shit? Like, if any I don't know who's going to beat this guy besides the most technical fighter I've ever seen and the smartest fighter in John Jones. You know, he's moving up to heavyweight for the first time. You're the promoter and you're saying that your champion, it's going to move up and fight him, should move down to 185. Like, that's stupid. And now what's happening is John Jones is on Twitter demanding, you know, pay me. Like, pay me. Here's a crazy little statistic from the UFC this Saturday. Francis Ngannou's uh, undisclosed pay without a win bonus or disclosed pay is $500,000. That's how much he made that we know about. We don't know about pay-per-view points, anything like that. Let's just say he made $500,000 for this fight. He just sold about, uh, five NFTs, the non-fungible tokens that are going on. That oh, yeah, the yeah. great boss logic made $581,000 he sold them for. He made more selling his NFTs than he did in his disclosed pay from the UFC. How the, much did Stipe make? Stipe made 750000 before anything. Um, so realistically, both guys probably came away with close. To, I think Stipe was probably close to three mil. Uh, Francis probably made 1.2. Yeah, but imagine uh, what these guys would make if they could put a fucking well, logo on uh, their shorts. Uh, beyond that, but we're just talking about the UFC, right? Actually, the UFC may be going public and they're going to force. I hope they force uh, Dana White out. I think you'd have to with the fucking shit he says sometimes. Yeah. It, it's time to go. It's time to go. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, Dana. Like, you've run your course here. Well, the guys who don't make money. Like why they, is Dana need to unionize? Why does Why does Dana have to. a private jet? And fucking Jim Miller, who's your most your most active lightweight of all time, and has like the most wins out of like anybody. any lightweight of yeah. all time. He has the third most ring time in UFC history. When his fight got canceled the last second a few months ago, they didn't even they gave him like five thousand yeah. dollars rather than his guaranteed pay. When a guy d- does his job, he didn't miss weight. His opponent missed weight. Or his opponent, God forbid, something bad happens to the opponent. The UFC is in a position to pay their fighters more and pay them no matter what, yeah. right? So then you think about your champions. I don't think. 
I don't like the, the dialogue that John Jones is looking for a way out of the fight. I don't think John Jones is scared of Francis Ngannou. I think John Jones is saying, yo, I am the A side to this fight. Yeah. I'm the name. You know, like I'm the, the the second biggest star in the UFC to Conor McGregor is John Jones. And it's whether it's you're you hate him, you love him, you pay to watch him. Exactly. Even if his last couple fights haven't been great, he no. still hasn't lost. Okay. Yeah. He I don't care about the fucking Matt Hamill thing. And he might fight Francis Nagano and he might kick his legs out till he can't he, fucking dude, walk it, anymore. it could be it could be a boring technical John Jones decision. It'll be fucking Francis where, uh, Derek Lewis too. It, I don't think it might look more like the um uh, Tiago Santos fight where you were like, wow, that guy did better, but he could sit there and pick him apart from the outside or control him in the clinch. It I think realistically Francis wins because he hasn't tasted heavyweight power and John hasn't looked as impressive. He's won, don't get me wrong, but he hasn't done anything that has wowed me since the second Gustafson fight. But you got to pay him. Like, listen, just pay him what's fair. Dana White has a private jet. Dana, the UFC made $400 million in profit this past past year. And that's before anything else. Just off fucking pay-per-view and gates before everything shut down. Well, they should they should give Francis Ngannou Chandler Jones first. Chandler Jones' brother? Yeah. What about his other brother, Arthur Jones, who's not Ar- in the league anymore? Yeah, give him both of them and then make it like the trilogy versus John Bones. Oh, so Francis goes France goes on a, a, a Jones family reunion tour. And yeah. he, although he fights two John Jones. Like, yeah, he's the he, boss. He fights, yeah, he fights Chandler, then he fights Arthur, and then it's like the John Bones. It'd be like Rocky. That would be like... How? What brothers did he fight? But I'm just saying, like you could, I could script this right now. I well, Francis's story is crazy. Like, then, Francis's like, story put, should be a movie. You could put shouldn't a Clubber it? Lang mohawk on Chandler Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I want to see Jones and Francis, don't you? Yeah. Well, I, I, well I'm fucking upset because uh, Darren Till and Vitoli just got killed. Yeah. Did you see who's stepping up to fight him? Who's, well, who's fighting who? who? Well, uh, so Darren Till got hurt. There until broke his collarbone. Yeah. Um. So someone stepped up within minutes of being announced and saying, "I'll do it." Who? One of your favorite fighters. He just fought recently, just a couple of weeks ago. Kevin Holland. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. So I don't know if the UFC made that official. I'll go check Ariel Hawani's Twitter right now to tell you. That's not. That's but, not. Oh my god. But yeah, he. Uh, um. Let's see if Ariel tweeted anything out because he was the one that broke the news about Darren Till. Um. Let's see if we got anything else. What did, what did Kevin Holland say that one? Oh, you touching my Look, booty hole? He, this is what he posted. <laughs> I already accepted the fight over an hour ago, and he posted this picture. Oh god. <laughs> what a strange guy. This is what Mar- uh, Marvin said. Always do my part, one hundred percent. These bunch of pussies can't make it. I'm next in line for the title. Whoever has something to say, show the fuck up in two weeks so I can whoop your ass and shut you off for good. Who said that? <laughs> um, uh, your boy, the Ital- Italian, Italian style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah I ca- I like watching Kevin Holland fight because it's I can't compare him to anyone. I I cannot compare him to anyone. <laughs> crazy Horse? No, I don't even know. Like, no, because no, Crazy Horse was a. a Do you ever see that when Crazy Horse got caught in the the armbar and he just spins the guy around? Yeah, dude, he's out of his fucking mind. Um, but yeah, no, uh, O'Malley did look great. That fucking I love that finish where he yeah. just landed it on the way down because you thought Almeida was going to win well, earlier. The, 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 the week. thing was, is like he walked away from like he could have jumped on him. Well, could have been a, a, a walk off KO. The ref could have stopped it right there. He didn't have to land it. Yeah, and but, then Almeida's like, okay, I'm going to get back up. Yep. And then he started giving some. Oh, dude, did you? O'Malley posted another angle of the knockout on his Instagram, and it's like just cage side from his corner. Yo. Fucking wild from well, that angle. The, the thing was is that like you you see guys fight they they sit there and they 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 kick fight on off their back. Yeah, and they rarely will you like, see an up yeah, kick knockout. Like hand fighting and kick fighting. The way he walked, like two steps, he knew where he was going. He knew that Almeida was just going to give him that. Yep. And he just came down with a hammer and punched. Try to punch his head through the mat, and then he knew after that. that yep. It was, he but definitely it was the did. The most nonchalant 
two steps, like totally passing all of his guard and coming down with a fucking hammer. Oh, per- from hell. perfect! Right on. And listen, he could have landed a little bit up, a little bit down, and missed completely. He landed right on the button to put him to sleep. And that's hard to do. You've seen For some sure. of the best fighters in MMA see a guy laying miss on the that. ground and they miss, and they they'll miss, or the, or the kick pushes him and away I've, from. I've it. been in street fights before. Where, like, I have a guy lined up, and he's on his back, and I'm ready to fucking put his lights out, and I've ended up punching the gravel. Oh, dude, you fucking like, hurt your next, fucking hand. I've, I've hurt my hand yeah. on it. And, like, you think you have it lined up, but it's so hard with all your body weight coming forward It's hard, to connect and, Dude, clean. especially, yeah, going straight down with, with the momentum. It's not like it's a stationary. T- it's, like, technically stationary, but you're not going straight. You're going down. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. Um, did you watch anything else besides uh, the ladies' man? I, for watch, the- I watched Zoolander again. Okay, Zoolander, good choice. Josh and I watched um, this new Netflix movie. I texted him about it. Bad Trip? Dude, yeah, Bad Trip. Yeah? Did you watch it? Yeah. Dude, I fucking Dude. lost my shit. There were a couple parts there. and Some of the parts I laughed at the most were like just the little lines of dialogue in yeah. the movie. When he said, um, Wesley Snipes made the Blade soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and then when... Uh, well, the- I was saying, like, they typecasted him. He's the guy uh, that was in Get Out, the, the, the black guy. Yeah, yeah. Little Lil Rev or whatever. Yeah, like he has like some of the same tendencies as like Hannibal Burris. Yes, very and, similar. Like, if you watch deadpan. The Eric Andre show. Oh my! I Hannibal, love the way they play off each other. Is like some of the fucking de- most deadpan. Dude, Tiffany fucking- Haddish in that movie was yeah, so was good. good. I the, hate her too. I do. Too. I usually don't like her. I'm like, yo, she was gr-. the part that made me laugh the hardest was when they the whole thing was happening at the bar where she mm. was coming in and they were coming in and um then they come back and realize the that she was one, there. the guys like telling us like you talk too much you Dude, talk too oh much. that was funny but the part I'm thinking of is when um, they're trying to figure out if it was his sister, right? If it's her. And they're like, um, she was lighter than him. And Eric Andre goes, that could be anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it was the fucking gorilla. It was funny watching my reaction compared to the landlords because she laughed. And she's like, what the fuck is this? When he goes back in. See, the gorilla thing I didn't laugh at until the second time when he went in because it went from him getting butt fucked to they're like, we're going to go really over the top with this. And then he's fucking his mouth. My favorite part in that whole movie is when he gets up top of the bar. Oh and my he's god! Like, yeah, shots, and he falls, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Because it makes it look real, like he really fell into some shit. That yeah, was like just placed next to the bar. And then when the girl's like, "I'm a nurse," and he just throws up, and it sprays, <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was crying, laughing. Dude, he's the best. And I didn't he's know the this fucking best until the, the blooper reel at the end. I see fucking Jeff Tremaine trying to touch yep. fucking Eric Andre's yep. asshole, and I'm like, oh, well, this, this makes is, sense. Yeah. Dude, when they did the fucking Chinese finger cuffs thing, oh, and they God. literally almost got stabbed, and when they... Uh, did you, uh, oh, I read, the guy told the, pulled the knife out on him. Well, they, they talked to the guy, and he's like, dude, actually, I was looking for my gun. I forgot it today. He's like, you, can't, you shouldn't be doing that around here. No. <laughs> dude, well, I, Eric Andre has some balls, because if you would just watch his show, he goes into Times Square, and he does this shit. <laughs> he's got to be getting to the point soon that he won't be able to pull this off Yeah, well, anymore, that was 2017 right? that was filmed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, that was. That, yeah, I guess it makes sense because you don't see fucking masks anyway. Yeah, no, that was but 2017. Even, he's got to be to the point now, especially with it being on Netflix and it's like the number one movie on there. Yeah. He won't be able to pull it off again without it. I mean, look no. how long Sasha Baron Cohen had to wait to do anything. Yeah. And he had to change characters. Like, Who Is America was really funny. Yeah. When he does the fucking interview with OJ Simpson. Well, like the celebrities go on his show still to this day and some of them don't know who the fuck Eric, Eric I know, it's crazy. He, like, he, he just one, one episode, he just gets naked and the person's like sitting there like so uncomfortable. Dude, no, well, that was like. And Bruno when he fucking gets Ron Paul in the fucking hotel room oh. and he starts fucking stripping and dancing and Ron Paul goes out he's queerer than a three dollar bill yeah. <laughs> dude so fucking funny so we were, we were touching upon this when we were on the phone with Taylor but we were, I was talking about hold 92.3 yeah 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 so one time I was I used to drive into the city with my friend so this was a long time ago <laughs> and um 
Since you Love, had friends, or since yeah, you went to <laughs> both. So, Lovelift is a band. They sing that song. I like that you're lonely, lonely. Like yes, yeah, me. that terrible song. I can't be. Well, anyway. Oh, you like I, that song? We didn't know who these guys were, and I was like, this song is fucking garbage. And they play it like once every hour, and I'm like. I cannot fucking stand this song. So I told my friend, I was like, I bet you anything, they're rich white kids. And? And they're rich white kids of Jewish descent that live in Manhattan. And you know how they recorded their first studio album? In a penthouse in Manhattan. No, you're allowed to say Jewish descent. (laughs) I think you're implying that they only got famous because they're Jewish. No, no, no. The rich and white is what I'm saying. To me, it sounds like you're saying rich and Jewish. No. I'm just saying that they happen to be Jewish. You're allowed to say Jewish. I'm, I'm not. I'm white. You have to change the name of the show to "You Watch I Anti Semite." <laughs> yeah, right, dude. what the fuck, is dude? That? And those tattoos. Yeah, I, <laughs> the, the fucking venom symbol. One time, some guy was like staring me down. And he thought it was a f- half of a fucking Nazi symbol. <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. So basically, you're saying they they are on the radio they, because they, they know people. They know people, and they fucking they didn't like. And like, I think of like. Like you think of the, like some of our favorite bands ever, sure. and how they were playing in garages and shit like that, and they had no money. They had to scrounge up from the record label to get to make their first studio. Well, okay, album. but what if and these guys are in fucking penthouse suite and they're crying? But what if bitches. you have that and you're good though? Like there is a distinct possibility. So yeah, no, I'll be they, honest. As far as like pop goes, I, and maybe it's just because I really appreciated the production value on this. I I really dug the Billie Eilish album when that came out. The, yeah, the no, production she, on that is dope, and she's you know her parents are fucking loaded. But I, I appreciate the fact that you know it's her and her brother, and the uh, heap does she everything. Was good in, in FIFA, that's how I knew her. She was in the. FIFA what song was in it? Um, uh, it was a long time ago. It was like one of her first ones. From like when she was still on SoundCloud before she was yeah, signed. Okay. Yeah. And like I was like, oh, this girl uh, has a good voice. And I get what you're saying though, because like she, they're writing like emo shit when they're these loaded fucking kids and they have no actual talent. Yeah. There's at least something to what she. That's why, like, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you though that like just because you have money doesn't mean you're good. Yeah, but they're playing this song that's like. Okay, it's got a catchy hook, but there's like this no depth, song no is substance. Fucking terrible. Yeah, well, it's like going back to when hip hop. Remember when hip hop was like all like gangster, fuck you, of course. fuck you, fuck you. But then it became emo the, pop. But then it came to the, they they started bringing in hooks, right? They started yeah, bringing well, in like the Trey song, and then all they would do instead of making like bars and bars and bars, they would put like a, a fucking like a loop of like. And like, well, they would do I, all there became that a point with emo rap. Emo rap is very popular. Well, that, that's well, like more modern, but I'm talking about like in like the the later. Like, like uh, give in, me an artist that you think is a good example of this. Uh, well, it's it's hard. It's because it was like that. Era, but remember, like D4L. Yeah, yeah, sure, had, sure. Like, the Laffy Taffy. Yep. Yeah. Like terrible. And shit started getting like to the point where it was like in my white tee. Yup. Yeah. My, where it just this, where it they could be catchy, but there's nothing to there's it. There's no substance to yeah, it. Yeah. Like when that you think about like, going back to fucking Nas and Pac yeah, and Big and Jay Z. G Unit was fucking huge. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Massive. Lloyd Banks and Tony Ayo, and then they had the Dipset, and they they were beefing, and that's when I loved fucking rap. Well, and when he was angry. Yeah, but then you started, like, it was, they got well, away from that, and they started well, going went, into Drake, and well, Drake, and all that. Well, see, and don't, I, don't get me wrong, Drake has some good songs or whatever, but I'm not fucking listening to it. Listen, the, the biggest album that has shifted the, the course of rap like that in the last 15 years is 808s and Heartbreaks. Uh, Kanye's the one that had Heartless on it. Yeah. That was when the, the Drake kind of sound became, like, the big thing. Like, 808s is maybe the most influential rap album, and I don't even love 808s. I respect it. I love it. it. It's my favorite Kanye and, album. Uh, I... 
I, it's I, nothing gets above. I, it's still college dropout and beautiful dark twisted fantasy yeah, for me. Yeah, I like the beautiful dark uh, twisted. That's my um, favorite. That, I think that's my favorite. I respect 808s. I just it's not my thing because I almost resent because I I fucking hate Drake. It well, just doesn't do anything for Kanye's me. Kanye's fucking performance on it. It was MTV. But I respect MTV it. MTV awards or the music awards or whatever. And it was after he did the Taylor Swift thing and he did Runaway and he yeah, had yeah. The fucking he just had the beat thing and he's like ding. Yep. Ding. And he did Runaway and I was like. The guy's a genius. Dude. And then they brought out fucking the guy from uh, the clips, and I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Dude. You know, <laughs> uh, the, the thing about 808s for me and the reason why it's my favorite is because uh, I I'm probably shouldn't say this because it's going to be taken the wrong yes. way. Uh, but there is a big difference between being a good rapper and being a good musician. There oh, are a great many rappers who are also great musicians, and Kanye is one of them. And 808s is the reason why I, I, I realize well, that. I, honestly, Kanye's weakest attribute is his ability to rap. Like he he he's not a great rapper. Like on almost all his songs where he's another really good rapper, he gets fucking killed. Like when you think about like Monster, Kanye is the, probably Nicky, remember Nicky when Fifty Cent was coming when they had the two albums. Yep. it was Curtis. I think Curtis SSK or something. It was called Curtis Shoot Stab Kill, and it was uh, that's when they had um, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I get money. That album. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're and talking about. And then Kanye West was coming out with the one that had Stronger on it. Yeah, that was uh, and then. Graduation, right? Graduation. Tried to troll him so hard, and they had them both on 106 and Park. Okay, yeah, 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 I remember this. And like 50 Cent was talking shit, and like he would go out in his concert and be like, oh, he'd come out with a purse. He's like, yo, look, I'm Kanye West, motherfucker. And he, he'd say some like some homophobic stuff yep. to him, and then go to 106 and Park, and I'm like, oh. Okay, so and then like Fifty Cent, like I will be done rapping if Kanye West sells more albums than me. And now look, blew him away. Well, Kanye, I mean, and that's it, when I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, that was the thing. Like when you look at Jay Z, uh, Fifty Cent's got a few, you know, be, some really good albums, but not like Kanye does, and not no. like be able to transcend it like that. Um, well, like but, I think Fifty Cent has more of like um, an influential, not anymore, a body of work in a smaller frame of time. Well, when he came on the scene, it was that you know, was his like, peak might have been bigger than Kanye's peak, I would say. I would say 50's peak was well, probably in a fucking like, movie. I, I don't yeah. know what he's done since, but his first four major albums were great. They were yeah. really good. Yeah, they were... I, Legitimately, would, you know what one of Kanye's best albums is? And it's it's Watch the Throne, and that's him and Jay-Z. Watch the Throne is fucking incredible. Or The N in Paris is good, too. That's a good song, The <laughs> N in Paris. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that... Uh, the, where we are, uh, gangster rap isn't really like it doesn't work anymore. No, it doesn't it, work. Like I well, wish it did because I fucking love it. Yeah, of course, dude. My well, favorite. Like, I, I go on like I listen to Hot ninety seven at night, and they'll still play Uncle Murder and shit like dude, that. Dude, this me, guy talks about fucking shooting people. Dude, and, like, dude just and listen, Bob, listen Bobby, to hit him up. Yeah, hit him up for Christ's yeah. sake. Bobby Schmurda and stuff is back, and it's like, and now they're like. With the whole six nine thing, and then oh, like, it's it's well, well, that rap is garbage anyway. Like when yeah. you think back, like when you hear a lot of the beats in current rap, and then I was playing the other day, I was driving the landlord somewhere, and uh, I put put on Illmatic, and I'm like, the beats on this are still some of the fucking best yeah. ever. Nas's Illmatic is a flawless album. Well, look look at Who Kid. Who Kid did all the yeah, yeah. Fifty Cent shit in the early days, and Who Kid stuff is, and then like I go and listen to his Shade Forty Five, and all he's playing is like, who could do the party? Yeah, it's, and like Pop Smoke, rest in peace or whatever. He fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard suck. a Pop Smoke song. And, uh, did we play it on the show one day? Because we, 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 we were playing Didn't iTunes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that kid got shot in his Lamborghini, the XXX Tensioni or whatever the fuck his name is. And then I listened to his songs and I'm like, this shit is fucking hot garbage. Never heard anything by him. Well, like, probably like, you know, it, they they play like the same beats. They go, they they either get into fucking. Uh, uh, Garage Band or fucking Logic Pro, and they just start making these like fucking trap beats where it's just like, 
Yeah, yeah. no, no. Like no, trippy fucking... red and like people love this shit. No, like, you like, listen to some of the music that was produced over the last fucking thirty years by Dre and fucking Kanye and fucking Jay Z. Some of the best Nas. songs that I've ever heard were off of like DJ White Owl's mixtapes. Yeah, 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 yeah just, for sure. They were just like um Basically, like, here, you burn a CD, you buy it for tw- two bucks in the subway station, yeah. Yeah. right? And I used to get those, and I they had, like, that piff or something yep. it was called, and I would download the torrents, and I would get all the DJ Whiteout shit. And give your parents a computer virus. The deep tracks, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The deep tracks that I used to get on these albums were just, like, you know, Dre would come in on a remix for, yeah. like, one of Eminem's songs, or or uh, even, like, when Drake was first coming out. And, like, I would listen to these. These tracks that people didn't hear on the radio were some of the best fucking lyrically One, one of my favorite things catchy. I found was um, someone did a mashup of uh, the Beatles' White Album with Jay-Z's Black Album, the Grey Album. If you've <laughs> never heard that, yo, it's fire. Is it's it? so good, yeah. the Grey Album. Uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, there's no ability Josh to... Josh going to say something. What were you going to say? Uh, no, I mean, just <laughs> thank you, I guess. No, I mean, like, uh, you listen to all these kids, and they, they SoundCloud rappers, whatever you sure, want to call them, sure. they all sound the fucking same. When we did the fucking iTunes, we were yeah. doing that for a bit. I didn't, like, they all sounded the same. Think about a guy like Dre. How many different... Uh, the process how, of how he made beats, and they're layered. But not only that, think about all the different people he worked with. And none of them sounded the same. The work no. he did with Fifty sounds nothing like the work he did with Eminem. Not at all. He, the the fucking the Fugees, he, well, he, bro. Oh my that's god, that's a fucking incredible R and B album. One thousand. But the Fugees were fucking great, dude. And well, Dre, he was he the, the right producer and the right musician specifically knows how to change his sound to match the artist and what their strengths are. You know, and that's why like I I don't Eminem's beats aren't that great anymore. Like he has a few here and there, like yeah. a few that are fucking unbelievable. But you can tell when Dre's not working with him, like yeah. dramatically. Like well, who, uh, I, I don't. I don't even think Dre really fucking. Well, I mean, like not, since the aneurysm, well, like fucking Eminem, before then. Eminem's beef with like MGK, like when yeah. he when he uh, made the rap uh, devil. Uh, MGK uh, made rap devil. Yeah, and then they they fucking all of a sudden Eminem made a fucking uh, an album. Didn't tell anybody. Yeah, it's marketed. just coming out. It's just here. It just came out, and I listened to that album from beginning to end, and that was like it took me back to like when Eminem was good. Sure. And like some of those songs were fucking awesome and like he just killed everybody. He just went after everybody. No, he he I mean there's very few people who could still just rap as well as Eminem. Like yeah. dude, one of my favorite songs he, of his he, ever is he, recent Rap God is fucking incredible. He changed MGK from rapping to fucking being on Alt 92 dude, 3 dude, fucking dude, crying. Dude, I, I he must not be well liked overall in the music community cuz I've seen more and more interviews of people just shitting on him. The first one I saw was like Corey Taylor was like he didn't say my name. He's like we got rappers trying to come into our genre and fucking think that they're doing something different. He's like, we've had corn, we've had well, Slipknot raps and spit it out. Like, there's all these different yeah. kinds of bands, and he's just doing generic stuff. Like, I and then I, I was just going through a scroll, and there was a few more where guys they got issues with him. But yeah. everyone, everyone thinks someone's cool because they do a song with there, Travis Barker. There is Go three away. Songs on Alt 92.3 that just play, and they're MGK songs. And like, yeah, I wouldn't know, I and that. I just like it's another whiny white kid. And yeah. like, MGK was his rap or whatever. People can argue with that shit all fucking day. But like, when Eminem made that album, it fucking ended his rap career. Yeah, well, that's I like... Don't, I don't even know why he had a rap career. He fucking sucks. He's always sucked. I know. I The people I know that, like, really like him, I'm like, okay, but I know what you listen to. Like, there's a reason he's popular in Z100. Like, I know what you're into. Like, yeah. you think that this dude is deep because he and dropped a couple Rage Against the Machine Yoshi covers? Lost. He came out to MGK. He sure did. He dabbed well, him before I, the fight. Yeah. And yeah, Travis Barker's there with Kourtney Kardashian. Good for uh, him. Yeah, yeah, he's the only one that survived that plane crash. He probably has no dick. <laughs> Why would she be with him then? 
Because he's fucking... She's a Kardashian. Yeah, she I, don't, can, I don't know why she's... Uh, it was so funny when I think about the Kardashians. Like, that empire was started because... Kim Kardashian's mother sold her daughter sex tape. Yeah. Like that that's fucking listen, you can't not respect them as business people. No, <laughs> like they made no. the fucking empire <laughs> I watch, of um, fucking Kim sucking cock on yeah. camera. I watch uh, Below Deck sometimes. Great. And it's like uh it's like a show about people I know, yachting. I, I know exactly what it is. And they have like the Kim Kardashian show comes up and it's like that's sad to say this is gonna be our final season recording, and I'm like you can have some new bullshit. Let's get God real. If if she, if her star starts to fade, and this is probably offensive, like the Kardashians it's are disappearing, is she going to drop another sex tape? No. Or, uh, Wait, why, is leak- it, why is it offensive? Because the guy's going to be black. Because I'm implying that she'll only get famous for having sex on camera. This is the thing people With get offended. You're not supposed to. You're sh- racist. You said it, not me. You I didn't say it. anything. You I said. It. I said sex tape. I listen. We, I just said that her sex tape was leaked by her mother. I said nothing about it. You brought up the race because clearly race is on your mind. No, she just. What do you think about Lil Nas X right now? What's he doing? You, <laughs> everyone's mad. Well, not everyone. People are very mad at Lil Nas X right well, now. Okay. <laughs> Can I just segue into this real quick? Sure. So I watch a RuPaul's Drag Race with. <laughs> okay. Sam. You, I know you love that show. And they they do RuPaul has like a couple songs like like hits yeah, I've heard, the gay I've heard RuPaul song sure and they they play throughout the show. Sure. So the other night we were trashed. Like I was trashed. I was after the I fights. like I went from we to I was. Well, <laughs> Sam was so uh, Sam's like you got to listen to this guy Todrick Hall and he's the guy who choreographs the girls dancing on the on the RuPaul show and his songs were like so good. RuPaul? <laughs> no, 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 Todrick Hall. Oh, okay. I don't The guy that's on the that's but he's like all they 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 it's like dance music and I was like sure I would not be yeah, mad if it, that came on in the club no it's it's very like easy especially if you're fucked up it's easy to dance to like, it's big it's big time in the gay community but of like not it is. like we dude I never hear, hear any of that uh, music. On the, on the most recent Lady Gaga album I remember the landlords listening to is like oh I see why the drag community likes her so much this is a fucking like there's a certain type that that, that they produce I've heard of a couple of them I I know what you're saying it's definitely yeah. easy to dance to yeah so what did little Nas X do so he released a new video and song. It's called uh, Montero Call Me By My Name. Mm-hmm. And in the video, he is uh, giving a lap dance to Satan. And I guess it, it's, it looks like he's getting butt-fucked by Satan at certain oh, points. Yeah, yeah, and then that. he released a shoe, a uh, Nike sneaker, that they only released 666 of them. Uh, I forgot the price of it, but it's relevant to whatever. And there's actual drop of human blood in the, the shoe. Um, so uh, the right-wing conservative... his blood. No. <laughs> See, that's a good moment there. <laughs> uh, but it could be race or gay. So... Um, so he's, I, I gotta say, his trolling back to fucking some of these people is really funny. Dude, I, like I told you last week, he's one of the best Twitter personalities right now. I've just seen some of them. There's that that gun girl, Caitlin Bennett is her name, where she was like, he's she's like, Lil Nas X said he was gonna rape my dad, but she said no. He said no, I'm gonna fuck your daddy too. And then <laughs> I, uh, Lucas Joyner is someone, a musician, someone famous. Yeah, he's a producer. Uh, okay, producer. I think. Uh, he was like, uh, it's this is what artist art is about. You push boundaries, yada yada, but. I, you know, Old Town Road is like an anthem of like younger people. So what are you really telling him? He's like, yo, listen to the lyrics of that song. It's about me having an affair with a married guy. Like, it's like, would you listen? Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. And I, 
it's just so funny. The fucking so the right wings are, are going nuts about this. The very people and we've talked about this, Josh, that are so like cancel culture, cancel culture. Yeah. They canceled Dixie Chicks before anyone was getting canceled because they were against the Iraq War. The fucking <laughs> think about it. They were a country. They NASCAR. They were canceled. They were never the same after that whole fucking thing. And I did not hear the song. I didn't watch the music video. Don't care. Now he's actually getting sued by Nike because it isn't a Nike licensed shoe. It's like a company that buys nike designs and then they could sell them with the logo and they're like oh you can't do that yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's fucked up but he actually posted a picture of trolling he's like is this make you feel better and it said john 316 on it and it had like oh, another scripture written on it like that's kind of funny well it's they, they, i saw the thing that was like your uh, our nas and then like this oh is that, yeah i saw nas, that yeah yeah and i'm like Dude, people are so fucking butthurt. And I, I, Who cares? I, Don't I, listen to his music. Is butthurt a when, gay pun? Yeah. <laughs> when I, I was, like, doing yard work today, I there was little kids on the on the bicycles. Okay. I, there was, like, three little girls, and they drive up and down the road all day, and they were singing WAP. And uh, I was like, that's fucking great. You know what? Honestly, when we were little, <laughs> When we were little, right, what did we do? We used to uh, fucking steal brothers. You look good, from won't our, you back that ass up? You well, a fine motherfucker. Steal, like, we used to steal <laughs> CDs from our brothers. I didn't I, steal them. I, my dad didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I know what you're saying. But you know what I mean? Like, I would, I, I got like a Soulfly CD, and it was like expletive fucking. Yeah, well, you were always pumped when you got the CD with the parental yeah, advisory. And then, on like, it. my brother would be like, hey, I'm done listening to this Tool album. Here you go. Like, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We weren't listening to shit that we were supposed to be listening to. Of course not, dude. I always think about fucking shake your ass by mystical the oh. first line of it is i came in with my dick in my hand <laughs> don't make me put your foot in my ass be cool uh, what about the whisper song lil wayne the block <laughs> is hot i got that in fifth grade yeah dude yeah and that was some of the most raunchy fucking controversial fucking dude shaggy ever, but... it wasn't me it's about him getting caught yeah, fucking another woman that's like, what we did and like now the kids nowadays and like they're talking about what and it's shit. on the parents ultimately if the kids are listening to this yeah. and maybe you don't want your kid listening to this if it's that important your to your morals listen to it I think because the, the it's worst, the internet now. Yeah. What's the, what's the worst? I, I'm actually no. I can I remember your parents literally did not care. We were in third my grade mom, and you had fucking. My, my mom did, but my, she was never really like there to say no to my dad for it. My dad was like, whatever. Manfred, like, what what is the worst album that your parents let you buy at the youngest age? Oof. Well, I used to get that um that booklet. Where yeah. you can choose 10. Oh, the, uh, the 10, Columbia uh, Music House. Columbia 10 Music CDs House. for 99 cents. I got like, slip, uh, I think the first thing I got was Static X. Okay. Uh, $3 Bill Y'all by yep. uh, Limp Bizkit. Uh, Dude, I wish I could look back on what I got Rage from Against that. Rage Against the Machine. Uh, not, there, not the Battle for Los Angeles. That didn't come out yet. Um, Rob Zombie, Hillbilly Deluxe. The first. Jaw ja Rule. And like a source album that had Eminem and shit on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I got all the, like the Eminem. And then stuff. you had to buy a CD every month, and your parents were like, "Why am I buying this for yeah, you?" So I had CDs. <laughs> like one of my friends I had, couldn't do it. I did the same exact thing. I signed up. I remember some of the albums I got. Um, it was uh. So Rob, my brother, he had Slipknot's Mate, Feed, Kill, Repeat, one of the demos of it, before Corey Taylor was the lead singer. Oh, um, if if you never heard that, it, it's way different. There's, I don't know if you ever really listened to that, Josh. The one song, Do Nothing, Bitch Slap, it's a metal, like a like a hardcore metal song, and then it goes into a jazz breakdown. <laughs> like, it's really fucking, I'll send it to you later if you've never heard it. Yeah, huh. So then I was going through the Columbia Music House, and I did not tell my parents I was doing this, but they didn't, like, it wasn't like you could run a credit card right away. You just agreed to do it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, 
Slipknot, and it was their debut album. It was one of the first was ones it I got. With the numbers? Or yeah, they were one that had um, "Wait and Bleed" on it. Yeah, it was uh, just like I don't. It was, it was just untitled numbers? technically, oh, yeah. but then it was Slipknot. nine zero. Yeah, yeah, it was Slipknot. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I, had, I got that from the. I got I got Slipknot's or uh, Marilyn Manson's "Mechanical Animals." I remember I got that from it. Um, I got Godsmack's first album. I was all amped about that. Oh, I had that so, too. Some yeah. Ozzy greatest hits album. Um, <laughs> I got uh, a Nas's Illmatic was one of yeah. them. Uh, it was a lot of people that I heard from my brother. So it was the same thing. And then when the CDs came, my parents were like, how did you pay for this? And I was like, <laughs> joke's on you. And then like, we have to get one of these every month. So I just kept getting CDs. And um, the first CD my I bought. would be like, all right, you get six because I need Steely Dan's greatest hits. <laughs> oh like, my you God. It made it easy to get. Um, That's a Steely Dan uh, reference two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. I love Steely Dan. All right. So um, the last thing I want to talk about briefly, because um, we got to wrap up shortly, is um, baseball season starts Thursday. Yeah. Really pumped. I know you're still deep in the hockey season, man. Fro, but I know you like you love baseball too. Um, so let's talk quickly about um, predictions for divisions. Yep. Let's let, want to do that. Um, so we'll start with your guys' division because I think we're going to be unanimous here. Who's winning the AL East? Yankees. Oh, clear. The Jankos. The Jankos. No, dude, the Orioles are winning the division <laughs> <laughs> with Matt Harvey as their number well, two pitcher. Imagine. <gasps> Uh, I listen. I'm rooting for Matt. I, I, oh, I no, 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 I'm, no, I'm just I, saying. I, but imagine I, I like, the Orioles. Yeah, I like I, I'm Matt rooting Harvey, for but... Matt if he can. Re- he's not going to. He's terrible. It sucks. Wait, but... wait. We got we Matt got... Harvey being the number two. We pitcher got batting for the... practice in our division. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, anytime <laughs> yeah. you go to fucking Camden Yards, it's batting practice. Oh my God. It's the one place where Glaber Torres, if he's it's in a like, slump, you know he's going to go off. Yep. It's like I kind of root for the Orioles when they're not playing the Yankees because like they're just, was... they're so like that fucking what was that signing they had the guy Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Yeah, and he was well because he had a few years where he was unbelievable. They signed him in that year. He test positive for Adderall. Is he still in the league? Yes, he's dude. He's on the Orioles for another like three, four years. But like, dude, I, I get up to his at bats and he's like, his swing's all fucked up. I know like, it, he can't even come close he, to hitting the ball. I think since I'm like, he, you, you will run into some, right? If you're a fucking pro ball player, he runs into like nine a year. Now, yeah, but, but like he, his batting average is under 100 I, I, dude, every fucking year. I think year. since he tested positive for Adderall, his batting average is like 209. But you're it's lo- something aren't crazy. You allowed to take it now if you're prescribed. Well, he wasn't prescribed. <laughs> what didn't he get? It was a masking agent. It was a masking agent. It was supposed uh, to fucking block any kind of fucking steroid that was there, flush out of his system. Because but like there was a thing, there was a big Adderall's thing. used as a masking agent. Yeah, well, Adderall is a big thing now. Guys get prescribed to it. Like, yeah, uh, it's, it's greenies. I think, it's it's I think, uh, Clint Frazier. It's a shit they used to do in the eighties. It's fucking just it's greenies. It's it's amphetamines. Come on, let's Dude, be real. I tell you what, like when I go to work and shit, and I take Adderall, I'm focused in. Of course, like, you're not I'm, supposed to. I'm, you have a prescription? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. The first so, time I ever took an Adderall. I was fucking, I didn't sleep the night before. I went on a date. Oh, God. I terrible sleep, idea. And I'm like working. We're doing like some crazy shit. And I'm dragging ass. My my walking boss is like, you all right, man? I'm like, I didn't <laughs> sleep last night. I had a date. He's like, go in my locker upstairs. He's like, get the pill. Bring it down. I'm like, okay. So I go up. He had a couple yeah, Adderall gives you a good kick in the ass. He gave me half. He's like, take this half and like, let me know how you feel. And then I'll give you another half before we leave. And I'm like, okay. I took half of it, but I was I was flying. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And that's when I was like, Adderall, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we agree the Yankees are winning the division very, I think, fairly easily. The Blue Jays are pretty good, but they have a lot of injuries right now. Yeah. I see them as like a, a wild card team, but um, you look great for them in, in spring training. Steven Matz, who tra- they traded for from the Mets. You know, uh, one thing that I like about the division this year is that Kevin Cash lost his fucking team. Yeah, I don't know true. how the fuck he did that, man. Like, that, that that team was stacked, and he pissed everybody off by pulling fucking. Uh, but you know what? 
I, I still don't doubt the Rays being able to like figure it out. They do all the time. Yeah, they they might. It was, that but, you know, but who do they lose? They lost Snell, right? They lost Snell. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big, big fucking loss. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing, though. It is a big loss, but outside of that, who's their starter? They fucking do opener like oh my. They, yeah, I, think, I think I think I think this I, I season cringe at that shit. This dude. season, their average starting pitcher is going to pitch about three and a half innings. That's disgusting. I, well, but it's it, I get it because that's the the realm they have to work within, and they somehow make it work. Like, would it surprise you at all if they're a wild card team? The Rays no. with what they do every single year. No. It's the same thing with the Oakland Athletics. Like every year, I'm like, oh, this is a down year. Then they win 92 games. Like every single year, they'll never win a playoff series. And the Twins would win a playoff series if it wasn't for the fucking Yankees. How you feeling about Gary Sanchez? <laughs> I don't know, dude. He's gonna hit. He's gonna hit some home runs. You gonna run into a few with a yeah. fucking yeah. He's gonna bat. He's gonna bat two eleven and hit like twenty one home runs with like fifty RBIs. Dude, just like honestly, just fucking just keep Higashioka behind the fucking plate, dude, and just rotate him in. Well, how long? The they're gonna they're gonna try starting him and Cole together, and I don't think it's gonna go great again. It's not. Um. So let, so we all agree the Yankees. Uh, what about the AL Central? That one is weird because Twins have kind of dominated it last year, year before. Yeah, I think uh, Indians were there. But they lost Francisco Lindor, Carlos Carrasco. They, yeah, I, I think that the uh, I think <laughs> the Indians have lost a little bit too much, and I think that the Twins have been fine over the last couple of years, and they'll Did continue they still to be. Jock Jones, who the Twins have who? Jock Jones. Uh yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I I wanted to pick the White Sox, but yeah. they just lost Elo Jimenez for at least five six months, maybe the whole season. Mm-hmm. That's a huge loss. But they did some really interesting things, specifically bringing in Tony Larusa as the manager. Did yeah. Shelly Duncan go, still play for the White Sox? Who? Shelly Duncan. I don't think Shelly Duncan's on the White Sox anymore. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, the White Sox, it, Tony Larusa is going to go one of two ways. It's going to work great. It's the kind of team that he usually wins with, or it's going to be terrible. He hasn't managed for since like 2011. I think was the last. Last year, right before Pujols went to the Angels, yeah. uh, I'd love to see the Angels make the playoffs just so Mike Trout can play meaningful games. But yeah. that's not going to happen. See, th- this is this is he's my- never going to be a Yankee. <laughs> this is my thing. Like, if I uh, looking at certain teams around the league, there's either teams that stayed the same, and I think that those teams are actually in best position. Best position, and then there's teams that have gotten worse, and there's some teams that have got a little bit better. The Twins have stayed the same. Yeah, they pretty much stayed the, the same. The Yankees, for the most part, have stayed the same. The Rays got worse, and that's why I'm picking the Yankees over them well, this year. I'm picking the I'm picking the Yankees to win the AL because th- if they don't win the AL this year, you really should blow everything up because it's the weakest the American League has been in a long time. Because I, the Twins haven't changed that much, but they did lose some pieces. Yeah. Um, and I do think that a team like the White Sox is on the upswing. I see both of them as like 88 win teams in the AL West. I still think the best team is the Astros. I but I see them as like an 86 to 87 win team. I know they lost guys this year, specifically George Springer, but, uh, but I, that division st- isn't that good. The A's, I can see the A's winning the division. But honestly. the A's lost a lot of guys, too. The la- last yeah, guy they had they always seem to figure it out. I, they're just like the Rays there, but, ball, but every so often they do have that year or two where they dip, and now they're talking about trading Matt Chapman. If you have Brad Pitt off. in your front right. office, you're good. <sighs> That's true, and Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill. Um, yeah. I'm taking the... Um, I'm going to take the Astros to win the AL Who's West. winning the NL East? I do think the Mets are going to win the NL East. I'm actually... <laughs> I'm very, I'm very confident in that. Um, the Braves kind of stayed the same, but they are coming off career Wait, have years. Have you picked any of these? Yeah, he picked the Yankees. Oh, who'd you pick for the Central? I don't fucking know. Like, he knows I, the Yankees. I, I, would, okay. I would need like the he's map. Gonna, he's going to give us a World Series prediction. We'll save okay. you for that. Yeah, um, the Kansas but, City Royals suck uh, my dick. I, I do think the Mets. <laughs> I do think the Mets are going to win the division. <laughs> yeah, the Royals. Fuck Dude, you. when uh, uh, we went to a game and fucking the guy Franklin, I think, plays for the Kansas City Royals. You just keep saying generic names. Uh, I don't know. He's like Smith. So, uh, 
You're, you're probably right um, because I don't think the Phillies have gotten... No, they, they re-signed Real Muto, and that's about it. They got yeah. the best fucking coach in baseball. The Nationals. I, I don't even... Juan Soto is probably... I actually think Juan Soto is going to win the Triple Crown this year, but they have nothing else, and we don't know about the health of Strasburg. Can you put that in a bet? Scherzer. What? Can you put that Yeah, Juan there's Soto's odds you can gonna... take on a Triple Crown, I'm sure. I'm sure dude, they're crazy. you would get fucking... If you, dude, I do put think he's, Put five checkles on I it. do think he's going to win um, a, a Triple Crown, um, but they didn't really do anything to improve. You're relying a lot on the health of Strasburg, who hasn't yeah. stayed healthy since winning the series. Scherzer, who I do think... Last Last year I said that I think he's going to take a downward slope, and he did a little bit. Yeah. I do think he's at that point. I think the Mets they they improved their team. Yeah. Um, they I think the full season, just the energy of the team is different. Um, I think Pete's going to have a bounce. I mean, he hit 16 home runs last year, and we're talking about bounce back year. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, Conforto's playing for a contract. You your team is the best it's been since 2006. In terms of the pieces that they have, I think that the, this is definitely the best they've looked in a long time. The pitching, the starting pitching outside of... Um, well, Stroman full season. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Outside of Stroman, outside of... Um, DeGrom, obviously. DeGrom, obviously. Sucks Syndergaard. You know, what the fuck happens, week. you know, if Syndergaard actually pitches this year, he, he what's should, he going to look he, like? He's, uh, he's already thrown off a mound. Um, realistically, June, maybe July. Yeah. You're going to get Carrasco back in a month, which is a, re- a really underrated part of the Lindor trade, because Carlos, Carlos Carrasco is a very, very good pitcher. Um, and then David Peterson, who pitched really well as a rookie last year to a 3.4 ERA as a rookie and he's the lefty and the rotation doesn't have a lot of depth yeah. as far as top end but it's good enough where if you get all these guys to pitch to 3-5 ERAs yeah. you're winning 92 games you know from the outside looking in as a Yankees fan obviously I don't want to seem like I'm saying stuff just to sure I listen to say it but I think that there's a couple things that you have to look at and there's sure. a couple of things that you have to kind of keep in your back pocket and not necessarily worry about it but know that it could be there Steve Cohen is fucking out there man like he's th- doing some Stuff he's doing on Twitter, I, I, I not, don't I'm get not, it. I'm not. Ha- I'm, I didn't care about anything until today. Yeah. Today is when it bugged me. Um, but it also, I, I was thinking about it more. It tells me that they have something done. They just aren't. I right. think it's getting done. By all accounts, it's getting done. People I trust that mm-hmm. work in the field, they think it's going to get done. Yeah. Um. We'll. But it, it's going to come to a point like you better not be on there doing it when Edwin Diaz blows a save, right? Or if someone gets hurt and then still trying to like engage fans and think you're being funny. You think you're funny mm-hmm. because you're a billionaire that everyone's afraid to tell you you're not funny. Yeah. It's an episode of Sopranos when Tony is la- when he, uh, with Feech yeah, with all yeah. the laughing. That's what it is. No one's Met, ever told Met's him he's not funny. fans will have no problem telling you that you're not fucking no. funny. No, and what do you... Uh, I, I, How the, long before they're trying to run him out of town? I, dude, it's it depends New York. on how the season it's, goes. Dude, the Yankees yeah. fans want to run Cashman out of town at every trading deadline at the end of every yeah. season, yeah. and he's the best GM in baseball. But I do think I just the, didn't like the fucking way they put Aaron Boone as the coach. I'm still not like he's not a very good manager. He, he sucks. He, he's not. Listen, he's, he's a one nice he's, guy. He's won a hundred he, games every season as manager. He doesn't suck, but he isn't a difference maker. Well, why wouldn't Joe Girardi be able to do that? Because that, that's what I'm saying. Girardi, Girardi would win fucking 115 well, games every wait, fucking wait, year with this team. Do you want to know the answer why? The fucking the game before. For the championship against the Red Sox. Yeah. You want to know why they, they got rid of him? Because he was ruining the uh, the development of Gary Sanchez. Yeah, great. Look how that oh, fucking turned out. God. Yeah, Gary Sanchez. Oh my God, he's ruining Gary. Let's get rid of him. Let's bring in somebody who doesn't fucking know what the fuck they're doing and see how that works. How hey, he's a fucking analyst on ESPN. ESPN has the worst fucking baseball content Ugh. out of all the fucking major sports networks. <laughs> like but we're gonna bring this guy in as the fucking manager to replace Joe Girardi. You know, a former, right, a former fucking, major league catcher. A former major league catcher. A fucking former 
all-star, a former fucking uh, World Series champion as a fucking player and as a fucking manager. You twice with two different teams. You can't call young people lazy. That's you true. know how fucking hard it is to find somebody that wins championships with multiple fucking teams? You're forgetting that Aaron Boone hit that home run that time. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> and hey, do they go to the World Series that year? Bucky didn't. <laughs> I think they did actually. Did they win the World Series? No. No, no, they didn't. They lost to the Marlins. Bucky, uh, or no, the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks yeah. yeah. Diamondbacks. That was that was Paul Neal's last year. All right, let's year. let's just wrap this up quick. Um World Series prediction, Josh. Uh I'll go uh Yankees versus Dodgers. Um quick story, real quick. We gotta wrap up. Make <laughs> it quick. All right, all right, go. All right. So on my way home, my dad called me up and he's like, Mikey, I need to put ten dollars to win the Rangers win the Stanley Cup. Okay. And I was like, why do you want to do that? And he's like, Well, because my friend was talking, he's like Twenty on it. He said, "Call your bookie," and I'm okay. like, well, "A bookie? Uh, everything's legal." Yeah, I was like, uh, "You don't have like an app?" He's like, "I don't know how to do that shit." I called up Schlem because I don't have the apps on my. Oh, phone. and he walked you how to do it. Well, uh, I was like, "Schlem, put down twenty dollars for the State Rangers to win this silly cup." He goes, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> and we're Ranger fans. Yeah, so you're just like, like, "It's not oh. happening." Yeah. Right, what's your World Series prediction? Um, it's going to be the Yankees and the Kansas City Royals. Um, Is that possible? No, they're both um, in the American League. All right, let's see. <laughs> It's going to be the Montreal Expos. <laughs> that, okay, the Nationals. <laughs> no, no. All right, so it's going to be the Yankees and the Mets. Uh, Game six. Of the there's Yankees actually win. really good odds on that. Yeah. I think it's like the fifth best odds. Um, I wouldn't hate it. I, listen, it would be it would be interesting. I it's, would it's, love for Roger Clemens to come back and beam oh Mike Piazza right in the fucking um, head I'm, again. I'm also going to pick. Um, it's going to be one of the best bean balls you could ever throw. Yeah, and then he fucking threw a baseball bat at Imagine, the guy. That'd be actually a great ceremonial first pitch. Roger Clemens <laughs> pitching two fucking uh, Piazza. Well, listen, he had to throw at his head because he couldn't get Piazza out. Yeah, so well, that was the problem. Hey, um, that was baseball. Let, dude, Clemens sucked as a Yankee. Let's yeah, be real. I, dude, I have no love whatsoever. Yeah, for like Andy Pettit like, was going to testify against him, and he said, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also going to take Dodgers, Yankees. Um, I think that it, Dodgers and Mets in the NL will be the NL um, championship, and I think it's be Yankees-Astros. And watch Chapman give him another home run all two day. Fuck the fucking Astros. All right, guys. This is episode 141 of Take You Watch, I off. Listen. Um, Manfro, we'll see you next week, buddy. Bye, guys. Bye, Josh. Bye.